<laughs> Great. And that is a custom intro by our uh, very special guest today. Welcome to Mr. Menthol's Entertainment Hour. I am Mr. Menthol, as you may have heard. We're actually doing a live feed, so <gasps> feeds me feel again. Okay, I'm going to crisscross. We have a lot. I have a lot of co-hosts. This is kind of a bigger episode. I apologize. Captain Moon Moon will not be joining us this evening. He is actually asleep on my couch. He's been up for like 48 hours. Okay, to my left on camera and in podcast land is Pimpin' Paul, good old friend of mine. Would you? Whatever he's just said. And And as soon as we start, we get interrupted. (laughs) And as soon as we start, my son walks in and my daughter. Kids, can you be quiet? Okay, can you be quiet? Okay. And uh, to my right is, uh, I I was instructed to call him like Cliff Milford? Clifford Mifflin. Clifford wave. Mifflin. Wave. Wave. Wave, wave. dude, you're on the camera. Wave. Camera. Okay. <laughs> he, he got his milf tickler on the camera. <laughs> and then to his direct diagonal <laughs> is Sage, who's running everything through a laptop right now. God, he's a great Bye. engineer. And to his diagonal is Fat Bobbo with the PhD in Rose. Yeah, yeah. And to his right is, let me get the scroll out for all the names he has. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Michael William, that gothic kid, Dante, Manuelo, uh, Johnson the First, the Black Angel. Um, uh, I think that's all of them. Insufferable prick. I've heard you. I've heard okay. you've been called that a lot. Fair enough. I'm not sure to your face though. And today's episode is called "I Blame Wrestling," and the reason why I blame wrestling so much is I blame wrestling for like where it actually took me in life. Like, without wrestling, I would have, like, not met this entire group I'm actually sitting at. Set the fuck down! Anyways. So, with with that being said, I wouldn't have met anybody to rather my right-left uh, catty corner. Even though these two guys to my right are technically family, I still probably wouldn't have met them. Or maybe I would have met them and just kind of wished no, them off. we met through the haunted house. Yeah, we met through the haunted house, but we Jane had... And I came in- the relationship we, didn't flourish yeah, until we, wrestling. Yeah, we had similar friends. And actually, the man sitting directly across from me is what, who got me interested in wrestling. On my 16th birthday, after he smashed my head with a bunch of things. Oh, yeah. And I just kind of <laughs> giggled whenever he did it. And I also got you into emulation. He did. Well, and actually, after not- you mentioned that. I actually do remember that night. They were all on fucking big data disks and all kinds of shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you remember. You weren't the one getting smashed in the head. Uh, what <laughs> else did he knock loose that night? I, I can't remember. Right. <laughs> Touche. So this is like everybody's experience except for uh, except for the porn star to my right here. Um, which, yes, he's on Pornhub. You search that name, you will find his dick. It's Clifford Mifflin 89. Eight six nine. Eight. There has to be a sixty nine in there. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Pornhub, but I have a fat life. We all have a fat life. We've oh. all seen your penis. Are you active though? I'm active. I'm, I'm not active anymore. No, I'm not active anymore. No be- one needs to see the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pictures like that. Then why are you even? This he, one off the rails quickly. Like, <laughs> just look for that gothic kid on Fat Life, and you will see my penis. Thank you and good night. <laughs> it's not that impressive. Extra medium, we've already acquired. 
I already talked about it. It's like it, it, like his dick is the equivalent to I don't want a supersize my meal, but then again, I don't want to be hungry after I'm not hey, eating it. Hey, and Paul it. and I have the same fucking dick, too. He just comes in red. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call it an Arby's medium. <laughs> He's got the meats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like fucking up my engineer, too. <laughs> <laughs> pay attention, pay attention. <laughs> but, okay, so, like, for me, that's what wrestling did. It introduced me to the lifestyle that I'm currently in now, which I'm not sure if that is a good or bad thing, <laughs> but I am grateful for what it has done. I'm not saying that I'm completely against professional wrestling or anything like that because i'm really not and living in that lifestyle the people there are notions of like oh they're nothing but steroid junkies and and it's fake like okay yes it's got a predetermined outcome okay fabe break over my knee like so. <laughs> like so yes it's got a predetermined outcome but guys i've also boxed i've also done mma and i did a short stint in the military um Res- professional wrestling was still the most physical shit I've ever done in my life. Because you're up, down, up, down, in the air, upside down. It's like having sex with me. you got to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody else has a, uh, ha- has a reason why they blame wrestling, go ahead and say it. Um, I don't want to be the only one talking here. That makes it pretty for a pretty boring or very interesting podcast, depending on what the hell is going through my lizard brain right now. I'd have to say I, I blame wrestling personally for the robbery of my childhood innocence. <laughs> I mean, good or bad. Like, it doesn't have to be all positive. This is an entertainment well, hour. I, like, we, we, we are entertained by, by one's personal. Are like your Uncle Tom that, didn't even ex- that you didn't even have? Uh, no, we're not talking like un- Uncle Tom in the cabin molesting <laughs> me or anything. We're talking more like uh, Santa Claus isn't real. Or, uh, you know, Jesus or any of those other big ones. Uh, Pretty much, it's just like, you know, I thought the Ultimate Warrior really was just a badass. I didn't know that he was, you know. Well, I mean, he kind of is a badass. But, you know, in reality, the Big Show would have whooped about everybody you put him in the ring with. And the reason, and then I just was beating myself up for years, like why didn't okay. I figure this out sooner? Okay. Beating, beating himself up, beating himself up. You know, they, they try to fucking tell you that when you become a wrestler, it ruins wrestling for you. Okay, well if you become a welder, you, you, welding's ruined for you. You can't enjoy competitive welding. Well, actually, I I can attest. I, I, I have a Holy shit, we have a welder in the room. <laughs> I, I have been a welder fabricator since I was 12. I'm 23 now, so a little over 10 years, and I actually still thoroughly enjoy welding. He had to actually include his age with the math to tell you that it's been over 10 years since he's been welding. So I he's did. really good at welding, just not so on the mathy mathy part. <laughs> Well, the Matthew, Matthew part is, that's a different story. Well, welding doesn't have a predetermined outcome either. You, you don't know if you're yeah. having a that. Fire, no fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, this you know, I, I don't know. Hot All burn. I'm saying is that, you know, yeah, well, the, the curtain's going to come uh, unveiling the powerful Oz and pretty much everything you choose to do. You know, you don't know how McDonald's works until you go in there and figure it out. You don't know what retail's like till you go in there and figure it I out. Still but you're ta- still going to buy your fucking burgers and t-shirts. I still eat a Taco Bell even though I've worked there. For a week? I worked there for a month. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> Touche. That was long enough to see all the shit they keep back there. <laughs> he walked in a month later. He's like, I still want to eat here. I'm going to leave while it's still fresh. <laughs> Foot lettuce. Oh, man. Taco Bell's got the worst drive through because it's just the one guy. So you're talking to the cars, talking to the guy at the window. Like, It's not like McDonald's where they have fucking three. <laughs> well, the KFC Taco Bell on the west side, they have two lanes and like six people who work back in there. Man, yeah, cool. he worked at the KFC Taco Bell. He almost shut him down. They had to kick him out. <laughs> they let me eat pretty much what I wanted on my brain. But you're not supposed to drink the grease directly out of the trough, Bobby. <laughs> no, that's not. I learned that lesson. You let the it fact that, a little. The fact that you have step-by-step instructional videos on how to drink hot grease <laughs> is, is both concerning and intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, everybody's talked except the engineer. He's kind of staring at pretty, pretty lights right now. Does anybody else have? There's a lot of shit going on over here. Okay, there's a lot of shit going on in front of you. Grab life by the huevos. <laughs> Grab him by my huevos. Huevos. That's Marbles? all he's got is huevos. Yeah. What's oh, nuts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is an acorn glued to a torso. <laughs> Button on no, a fur coat. No. Th- clown wig. Thimble wearing a clown wig. <laughs> Fucking look, if we're going to get deep into wrestling, uh, this is, well, first of all, we have to really convey that a lot of our talks about wrestling will be on an independent level where no one's going to know outside of like people we do know who these people are. I'm sure we'll talk about TV wrestling too, but uh, I've been a professional wrestler for at least mass, whatever. 13 to 15 years. All right, whatever. I started in 2004. It's 2019. Do the fucking math. 15. Uh, 15. There you go. I have been a wrestler. I've been a referee. I've been a manager. I've run my own company. I fucking... I have lived and breathed and shit and whatever fucking wrestling uh, quite a lot in my fucking life. And I've seen the best on the independent level. I've seen the worst. And I'm somewhere uh, maybe a step above the worst. So I will never claim to be the best fucking wrestler of all time because I'm mostly gimmick, mostly flash and flare, not a lot of actual talent. But um, it kind of sucks. kind of sucks on, on, on a level. I mean, not to cut you off here, but I did make a promise to this young man oh, sure. uh, a long time ago. Aiden, I want you to say something on the podcast, buddy. Hello. That's it? Just hello? That's all you have to say? You, you, you don't shut say, up nonstop. Hey, all right, buddy. Get back in that microphone and just say something. <laughs> just that's say what something. I told you to say. Just, just say, say, just say, say the word weird, something. <laughs> hello. That was not what I said, but okay. <laughs> Everybody have a round of applause. Yeah. First podcast my son's on. All right, buddy. I kept good my promise. I'll go. Now get that fuck out of here. <laughs> now you're disowned. <laughs> Huh? Love you. Love you too, buddy. Now go work on your promos and come back and do <laughs> <laughs> I get I you a mic. I should have like, I love you too, son. And DJ just be like, what? <laughs> no, if you all said it, that would have been like, oh, love dude, you too, that- son. And be like, I believe it. <laughs> but no, I mean. The Off the hook. The independent wrestling uh, fucking whole thing. If you're not somewhere on a high tier, you're going to get eaten and, and spit out. And if you're trying to run a company. In a smaller town, just fucking stop. I mean, even in a larger town, you're still going to fucking suffer because it's... Okay, like, the largest town in Indiana, of course, is Indianapolis, Gary, and maybe, you know, like... 
uh, fucking Terre Haute, maybe. And Richmond is a dead town for wrestling. I mean, it still draws crowds, but it's the same fucking crowds, which is okay because, hey, people are now going to remember your shitty storyline. Why is it dead? It's dead because it's been just beaten, into, been the beaten gr- into the ground. Beaten into the fucking ground. There's one guy who wants to get every fucking venue and ruin it for every fucking person. He'll go to one venue, he'll not pay them or he'll fuck them over. Well, mm-hmm. okay. He'll run to the next venue who hasn't heard about that yet, rent that venue, fuck that up, then go to the next one. If you're a different pro wrestling company, which I was in this town, no one wants to talk about wrestling anymore because they've already been sour on the subject. And then this same person, now I don't know about now, but he fucking took a shit on the entire fucking idea of wrestling for so fucking long, getting backyard kids in the ring, Fucking getting untrained or okay. undertrained people in the ring and fucking putting on shit shows to where even the fans were like, this isn't fucking wrestling. I'm not paying for this anymore. I thought I knew who you were talking about. But David when, Ferguson! Uh, when you brought in the back kit, backyard wrestlers, I was like, oh, now I definitely know that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I love the man, I hate the businessman. Like, no, Dave, like Dave on a personal level, hanging him out, hanging out with him outside of the ring. Yeah. He's a cool fucking guy. He yeah. really is. He's he's great. He's a hell of a guy. But inside the ring. Now, just to mention, I did do security for him. Yeah. Did he pay you? For 20 bucks. But I mean, really? He paid you? Because I'm still waiting on my fucking money. Yeah, I never got paid doing security, and I wrestled for the man. <laughs> <laughs> no. I never got paid for wrestling, but, actually, I mean, hey, either. Now I'm thinking about bucks. it. <laughs> It put, it put half a tank of gas in my And head. he tried to charge us for fucking gym fees. Paul, look, Paul was in this company, RCCW, before I was. Paul was the one who told me about it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm there. And then we fucking wrestled for a while. He separated his shoulder a couple times. And he's like, fuck this, I'm out. And then I just kept going. But fucking Paul was there before. But Paul was there before me. And he, he mm, Dave. Is way too hard. He's too stiff. He hurts people, and then he doesn't care after. Well, well, he 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 cared a few times because Dave has tried to, and I'm going to toot my own horn and a couple other people's horns on this one. Be- Circus <laughs> seal. Toot toot with my nose Circus too. <laughs> and Dave tried to pull that stiff shit with me. He did. He fucking ear clapped me because he made the comment that I have big ears, which I do. I get it. It's fine. He ear clapped me, forgetting that I was a fucking boxer before I entered wrestling. And you ear clapped me, I go into boxing mode. And I right hooked him. He turned because of the, you know, stiffness of the hook and tagged Havoc in. Like, he just, he didn't sell it. He didn't anything. He got punched. That was not wrestling. That was fucking real. That's the thing about selling. If you're selling, you're loud, you're cartoonish, you're overbearing, you're blah, 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 this, blah, blah, blah. If you get really hurt, you're fucking quiet. Yeah. If you're hurt, people fucking know. Yeah. If, if you get, if you get, if you sell, it's like you're taking a shotgun blast. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do, it could be a fucking eye poke, bam, shotgun blast. You you, got to make it just over that, over the top theatrics, which is great. But like with him, you don't, you can't because it just fucking hurts and you can't sell with it. I punched him. I wasn't going to take his shit. I wasn't going to be his little fucking whipping boy. Because, yes, I was trained in the backyard, but I did have actually really good trainers. I was going to make a Kute Kente reference, but I didn't want to get dinged. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yep. Pre bings for all of you. You all get one. Bing, boy. Bing. But um. Well, I think that, Dave's biggest problem with, with, regarding, the, the regarding the stiffness, I think Dave's biggest problem was that he just wasn't flexible at all. Like, his joints were all stiff. Like, he barely had any, like, mobility. He had the flexibility of fresh plywood, essentially. It was like wrestling Frankenstein's monster. Because fucking yeah. Dave and Blasco both were about the same body type, had about the same amount of stiffness to him. You remember when you were giving fucking Blasco a goddamn head scissors? Tell that story. Oh my god! Yeah, Blasco. Uh, before the match or before the show even started, we're going over our match. You know, because that's the. Uh, for those of you who don't know, most people who are about to wrestle a match together go over their spots and like the whatever they're going to show the audience throughout the match. Well, we're going through our spots, and Jim tells me uh, that's his name, but anyway, Blasco. He's like, uh, yeah, you should give me a head- spinning head scissor through the match, and I'm like. You do know that requires a front bump, which a front bump is you, you flip forward like you're doing a, a somersault and then you just land on your back. And I'm like, you do re- realize it requires you flipping. It's not me literally flipping you with my legs. Wouldn't that be a flip bump? Yeah, a flip bump, front bump, same thing. Yeah, yeah they call it a face bump if you deal with yeah, that face player. Bump, whatever oh, the fuck. Yeah. People, uh, trainers call it different yeah. shit. But, where, uh, where, where, where we're from, it's called an elementary spot. Some uh-huh. people call it a universal spot. It, it's, yep. it's the same spot. It's just called two different things. Well, like the uh, hammerlock one. Well, not it's the tie up headlock uh, rope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Frog, not not to uh, not not to press a pause here, but um, if you want to hear, we're for some reason the engineer engineering portion of this is actually not going so well. So if you want to hear the rest of what's going on. Uh, go to anchor.fm and type in Menthol's Entertainment Hour, or you can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Android Podcast. We're available on about nine different platforms. So, but if you go to Anchor, you can actually get to all of our. It, it's all the links are all there. Well, so, the links are at, as I'll say, the links are actually on the uh, Facebook page. Like yeah, all over the Facebook. Yeah, page. And, the, and they're on, also on the Facebook so page every, too. So every episode we're going to have downloaded along with special content like your car rants and stuff like that. Yep. will be on there as well. So, I'll go uh, ahead and live it stream it from my phone. Okay, so if you want to watch the remainder of the live stream, look at Michael W. Johnson, the first. Mm-hmm. But, a- anywho, um, continue, Paul. I'm sorry to interrupt. All I just right, need so, to get that out there so the viewers know exactly what the hell's going on. So we worked this out. I try to talk him out of it like four or five times. He convinces me finally, no, I can do it. I can do it. So we go into the match. He says, uh, head scissor. So, uh... He whips me into the rope, and our spot was I was going to uh, duck a clothesline and then come running up from the other side and give him the spinning head scissor. So I jump up. He picks me up. I do the thing, and he goes to jump forward, and he can't quite pull it off. He just falls directly on his face, head into the side of my knee, and I'm, we're both just there. I'm, like, hobbled in my knee, and he's just like, ah, oh, my head, and we're just both like, ah. And she, Behind you, there, Sage. On the car seat. On the car seat. Oh. But, um, actually, uh, um, we got some technical difficulties. Actually, uh, while in my training, um, and I, I was trained by, uh, by Chris Morgan and, uh, no, Chris was good. Yeah, I, and Craig Copeland, too. Oh, Be- he, yeah. he wasn't mad. I mean, he wasn't as good as Chris, no, but he was all right. No, but he, he could hold up, he could hold up to Chris, which not a lot of people could do. Yeah. And Anthony, of course, was there to lay the foundation. So, and Anthony may not be like physically gifted in, in this, but like everything else, he's a 
goddamn right, yeah, guru. Down. Yeah, and he was a guru in it, so people sit down and fucking, at least fucking listen to him. And the man was made of steel, too. Like, you couldn't break that little guy. Mm. <laughs> you really couldn't. We tried. Um, but I, I actually remember fondly of one of our first matches where, yes, it was in his ring in the backyard, of course. Yeah. But we took it very professionally. We didn't, like... Like, oh, we're going to hit each other with you know, light tubes and everything else. No, 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 no. We actually, we we would get done with training, then throw on a big-ass show, and then we continue training afterwards. Hi, we're on live streaming now again. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, so, <laughs> just for everyone who is wondering, we just went live on my personal Facebook, Michael William Johnson the first to continue this live stream, and I believe we got everyone in there. Paul, if you could probably scoot in a little bit. I could. Come on, big boy. And now everyone, everyone is being represented now. But anyways, and it, it, it it's uh, it's relevant. Trust me. Um, I was on the outside of the ring, and Anthony was going to give me a head scissor spot, and he jumped from the inside of the ring to the outside, and you know since I'm you know, Unga Bunga, Mister Strongman over here, I caught his little ass, but when I went to spin him, I forgot. I didn't forget to flip bump. That wasn't the problem. What I forgot was that when I brought him down, the momentum and the inertia was way too much. Oh. I accidentally drug his face. Power bombed him onto a fucking like rock that was a solid ten oh, inches man. long, and that that's actually the stem of his back problems was that right there, and it's on video too. So he it's bow- all your fault. <laughs> well, it, it gets worse. Oh God, I. He bounced off the rock. Mm. I tried to throw him to the side, and I was like, screw it, keep going. I went to go flip, but when I flipped, my leg caught the apron, and I spiked onto the rock. So now we're both on the ground. I'm bleeding underneath of my mask I was wearing. Dwayne Johnson is not exactly comfortable. (laughs) I'm bleeding. Anthony's holding his spine, and here comes our referee, which... I'm pretty sure people are going to cringe when I say the name, which was Psycho Joe. Yeah. You know, he has actually uh, come out as homosexual, and he's in like a three-way male relationship right now, I believe, in Florida? Sweet. Or Tennessee or something like that? Awesome. No, that's, that's good for him. Cool. Heard that name, but never met the dude. Well, he, back then. He wasn't then, a good wrestler, but I bet he can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's going to look huge with his little belt hands Didn't that he Didn't people had. say the same thing about Kincaid? Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, no, no, hey, no, let's no, not no. talk That's about a bit too soon. Yeah, we, yeah. we yeah, got we, into a long conversation. Yeah, about him yeah, no, no. I mean, I told you he he passed away, right? No. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he passed, passed about away about two months ago, man. He See, did. I'm like the monarch it's giving the early. fucking cigarettes to Dude, King it's, Gorilla. It's <laughs> been <laughs> told me. It's been more than you two months. Dumbass. Yeah, I think it has. Thank you, Doctor Girlfriend. Well, we we love and miss you, Rob Kincaid. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we uh to to end this story, he was our referee, and this is back before he did any promos or was comfortable talking in front of people, mm-hmm. and that, all he did was yell. I shit you not, it's on video. He went down, checked on Anthony. Anthony goes, "I'm done. I can't move. I can't feel my legs. This is serious." Mm-hmm. He comes to me and goes, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Blood is pulling in my ears because I'm laying on my back and I'm bleeding underneath the mask." So it's not coming down the eye holes or anything, but it's pulling this way, like down like the conclaves of my forehead into my big ass fucking troughs I have for ears. And I was like, call it, man. 
that and you as, couldn't you couldn't even get and, to pin him. You just like stop it now. It's not well, the match. Well, well, as a ref, and I've been a ref for a while before I was a wrestler, and like you're officially, a refie. yeah, refie, yeah, exactly. I even had a gimmick, but um. And trust me, I'll, I'll do the gimmick here in a second. You will have a podcast with Refi for about five minutes. Good. I can still Yay. do it. But uh, in a minute, in a minute. Um, what it happened was, as a ref, what there's, there's, happened a, was... <laughs> there was, there's a universal signal for an injury, and that's X. That means call the match, get the medic, or get whoever is the most trained and qualified here now. Trust me, the crowd will understand. That means that something bad just happened, and the wrestlers well-being and safety is the number one concern right now but what he did (laughs) now this wouldn't be a funny story if it didn't go fucking south and fast (laughs) (laughs) what he did is that he psycho joe screamed picked anthony up oh (laughs) threw him in the ring oh my god picked me up by my wound (laughs) because he couldn't grab the back of my head so he grabbed the front where the wound was and threw me into the ring i'm concussed i'm bleeding i am done i want to go home and have a popsicle this is the only thing i want to do anthony is already home and he wanted to go home with me and enjoy the same popsicle this is all we wanted to do and we continued the match for another 10 fucking minutes why did you fucking just roll him up what's wrong with you <laughs> i tried to roll him up but he kicked out <laughs> well like, then, I, then i don't fucking feel sorry for him like, i was like what are you doing he goes oh man i'm supposed to go over i'm like does it matter exactly <laughs> i was like dude we need to no stop no one's gonna remember that fucking match well they will but for oh, the no. No, one's gonna, no, no one's gonna remember who won and finally it ended with uh anthony giving me the uh, step up ends agree while his agree and Zagiri, sorry, thank you. And Zagiri, pedigree, the step up pedigree, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is, it, which he did it fucking beautifully. I don't know how a man that's so stiff jointed could actually pull off that kick. So, oh, yeah, best one he's ever done in his life was in that fucking match, and he kicked me in the back of the head so fucking hard. Blood all- came out the mask. <laughs> <laughs> all I remember was when he kicked me in the back of the head. Nobody but Psycho Joe knew I was fucking bleeding. Oh yeah. Nobody knew. Like I couldn't tell him. I'm trying to. Con- I'm trying to convince this little fucking you know god of a man. <laughs> just let's just end it. And he goes no. And this is of course back in like 2007, where a finisher meant fucking everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> so he did. He he. Everyone's gotta get their shit in, kid. Yeah. It, he kicked me in the back of the head so fucking hard. All I remember was blue, aiming at my eyes at a very high rate because <laughs> I did a face bump right like the split second before he kicked me to try to dodge the kick. His kick is a slight bit faster. So not only did the kick contact, but with full force and forced my head into the fucking mat. <laughs> so it just, all I remember was because the mat was blue and it went wham right on <laughs> my nose. And my it broke my nose. I remember like I, this fucked me up. Like it <laughs> broke my nose, pin one, two, three. And I remember actually Joey Glover running out, grabbing me because he saw what happened with Psycho Joe. He saw Anthony writhing in pain, so he ran out. Uh, who was it? Uh, actually, Chris Morgan ran out because he was there just for shits and giggles. Riot ran out. Yeah, back fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> right now, yes, but Riot ran out. Um, and who else was it? I think it was a. Uh, I think it was a. Uh, Jesse actually. Uh, Petrie. Yeah, Petrie yeah. ran out too, 
Uh, Jesse and Chris grabbed Anthony. Yeah, Matt Vengeance and Joey and... Uh, or Chapel. <laughs> yeah, and Joey and Riot fucking grabbed me. We get back inside. I pull this mask off, and mind you, it's just it's dripping with blood. And they thought it was from my nose. No, I had a gash right here, and this is why I... Paul I has like, a vagina on his head. Yeah, which is why I don't, like, buzz my <laughs> hair, because I have a fucking gash. And you can feel it. Like, it's still caved in. Yeah. Like, right here where the blood, like... It was deep. They tried to convince me to go get stitches, but I'm tyrannophobic. I am... Stitches are for bitches! No, I'm just deathly afraid of needles. Fuck that. I'll bleed to death first. I feel you. So, and it it just... Oh, man. And Do you have any tattoos? Yeah. There you go. No, not the same kind. I know, I know. Fucking Fucking people will be like, well, you got tattoos. It ain't the same! It's really not the same. It's not. See, I'm only afraid of hypodermic needles. Yes, that's what I'm terrified of. If they're comically huge, just call us. Just just call us all Goku. Fuck it. (laughs) Joey's the only one that's comically afraid of comically big fucking needles. My bad. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious. He almost fought me that night. <laughs> I thought he was going to break down a door he ran so fast. Uh, we'll, we'll get on that in a second. Yeah, go finish but, um, your story. Yeah. After that, all I remember was Craig, a riot. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> turning... And smacking Psycho Joe so hard <laughs> in front of the crowd. Oh, fuck. He turned, bitch smacked him like hand of God. He cocked this Where's bitch. Where's my baby powder? <laughs> he cocked this bitch back and rode a unicycle to just make it that much more people paying attention. Smacked him so hard he went stiff and fell. He rode a, he rode a unicycle so people would notice. <laughs> Where do you get this shit? <laughs> top of the head. <laughs> oh my god! What's left of the Born top with of the head. it exactly, and just oh my god! I remember that that day afterwards, I was so concussed and nobody would let me drive home. Right. So I was like, all right, Anthony, you need to drive me home because mm-hmm. everybody had already left. But Anthony's fucked too. Yeah, Anthony's yeah. fucked up. Does it do so. his fucking legs work? Like Jesus Christ! Well, he eventually got his the feeling back in his legs, like. Two or three hours. The feeling later. was gone at some point. Yeah, it was it, right when it happened. He told him, "Like, Fuck. dude, I can't feel my legs." Mm. They were moving, and the only reason why he knew is because he could see him. Ah, but and he still did it in Zaguri. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, are people <laughs> chatting? I can't read it. <laughs> but yeah, kind of. But yeah, that's a <laughs> that that's my little head scissor story that that went. It went. It was a great spot at first, but just like in wrestling, shit goes south. Oh yeah. It goes south, and it can go south fucking fast, and it just spirals out of control unless you know exactly what the hell you're doing. But even the professionals that know what the hell they're doing, they still get fucked up and hurt. Shit still happens. Oh, yeah. That's inevitable. Yeah. If you want to become, like, anybody that's listening out there that's interested in becoming an independent wrestler in hopes of making it big... um, one, Give up now. <laughs> that, Don't quit your run day the job. other yeah. way. Always have a backup plan. Uh, yeah, for one, there's like a 0.5% success rate. Yeah. And, I mean, you have a, a higher chance of getting... Well, it's, it's fucked up because now there's way more opportunity. Yeah. But it, it's like, how many people did WWE have in their developmental? It's like 300 people. Yeah. And, and none of them are on TV. And you how know? I think over half of them are legacies now. Oh, well, yeah. You know, it's... And it's not even half. It's not even the legacy ones that are going to be in there. It's well, think even about the Rock, his grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like fucking Ric Flair, like his daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah and, and, too. but it's not even. It's not even all that. You, you think about it this way, you know, unless unless you're like Ring of Honor, where you're you ride the independent professional fucking rail train. Yeah, which they they do. You know, they do book. Mike needs to be closer. 
They do. <laughs> that scared the fucking piss out of me. <laughs> oh, exactly. I almost took a bump. But jumped again, you pussy. I'm sorry. Is this better? But you, okay. you like Ring of Honor and like CZW. They did. They do hire, you know, locals and out of towns, which is great because they get you fucking amazing exposure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got what three companies right now? One of them's floundering so fucking bad that you don't even want to talk Dude, about look, them. You know what I fucking hate. Is those fucking independent guys who get to go work as enhancement talent for the WWE on occasion? I fucking had to work with this guy. I can't remember his goddamn name because so I wish I could. Because I'd love to call his bitch ass out. But I was managing Rampage Radisson, mm-hmm. and we were up in Indianapolis. And this guy, just because he was on SmackDown one fucking time, wait, did he get jobbed out by uh by- Kevin Owens? He got jobbed out by Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens was bitching about him. I can't remember his fucking name. It's pissing me off. No, we've I think, all he, had, met I think he had like a King gimmick or something like that. I'm not sure what it was. He had a was Jaguar he the, mask? Wait, was he was he the uh, champion over at OVW for a little while? I don't know. I don't know anything I think about I know, him no, except for he I know, couldn't fucking wrestle. I, I know exactly who the fuck you're talking about. I actually had a tag match with that guy. It was uh, actually a... <laughs> Here, here comes some blast from the past. It was actually the Suicide Kings, which mm. you know, Chris and Jesse, yeah. against me and him in an impromptu tag match. Mm-hmm. That guy, and this was for Chris's YouTube page, the Grimy Movement. Mm-hmm. I remember this yeah. very, very fondly. And Chris was pissed at this kid. He was getting ready to fight him out in the parking lot right. because he fucked the spots up. Yeah. Like, me and Chris had a spot worked out. Like, it was a badass one. Like, high-flying as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, 100 pounds ago. So, oh, yeah. But I hit the ropes. This kid fucking ghost tags me in, jumps in, and, like, shoves me out of the fucking ring. No Iggy's, no communication, no nothing. nothing. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe I thought of a spot too fast. Like, I knew mm-hmm. I was supposed to get ghost tagged, but I thought it was after mine Chris's thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting on the apron. He turns out of nowhere and boots me in the fucking nose okay. and tells me not to get back in. I'm like, hold on. I think the engineer has something. All right. I just not to interrupt you or anything, but uh, first of all, Terry Petrie says hi, butthead. Oh, hey. Um, <laughs> Tell your kids I said hi. I missed them. And she also says uh, Chris Payne. Holy fuck. I think that's it. Or yeah, Gary, that's- Gary Gandy. Gandy! Yeah. yeah, it's Gandy. It's Gandy! Yeah. Okay. This motherfucker. Thank I, you, I am, Terry. I am the manager of Rampage Rat. I'm in a fucking suit. Gandy the Grape. I, I am getting I'm getting Rampage as much heat as I possibly can, right? He is supposed to be this monster fucking heel. He's the goddamn champion, right? He is the boss of this fucking company. He's ugh. And fucking this guy comes in there and gives Rampage Radisson three moves of offense the entire goddamn match. When he's supposed to be, if not back and forth equally, he should be getting his ass kicked by this monster fucking heel, right? Nothing. And then I'm like, all right. Uh, he's he after the match, Rampage comes to me. He's like, man, what'd that look like? I was like, fucking shit. He fucked you. He uh-huh. fu- he tried to fuck on you. <laughs> and fucking uh, you know. And then they go and talk. Now Rampage. Just like Rob and whatever, because they were always together. But uh, Rampage, Skip, Radisson, Paul. Right, um, he's kind of soft-spoken. He doesn't like to cause drama, whatever the fuck. You no, know? he really doesn't. So, no, Skip's a great guy. Yeah, always so he been. goes and tries to just talk to him, right? <clears throat> and this motherfucker, just because he got jobbed out by Kevin Owens on TV once. And we've all met Kevin Owens, fucking, shut up. <laughs> giant fucking ego, 
wants to be this biggest dick in the room, is fucking talking down to Rampage like, yeah, well, you know, when I was wrestling Kevin Owens, I'm like, fuck you, dude. I got up in his face. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking bitch. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know, and then the promoter's like, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, dude, you booked this guy. This guy ain't worth fucking $5. And fucking, and then Rampage's like, man, calm down. I'm like, dude, if they can't see this, I don't belong in this clown shoes fucking company. I'm fucking out. You give that fucker a penny for his thoughts. You better yeah. really change. And I fucking, I never went back. Never went back. I wrestled there once. I managed, I managed Rampage once. And when, and the, and the time that I spent there, I was done. And they fucking book like Rikishi. They book Abyss. I've worked with Abyss three fucking times. I don't give a shit. I worked with him once. Right. I mean, he's, he's it, from Connorsville. Fucking, who gives yeah. a shit about all these names that are dropping? Just like uh, Dave, he's booking Glacier. He's booking play a play a guy. Uh, uh, and the, Norman Smiley? No. Fucking. I've been out of the game way too long, man. And then fucking. I've been watching the face like of people who don't want to be cool guys. Oh, Carlito. Yeah, and, and those guys didn't wrestle. They just fucking came into the meet and greet. He or whatever. needs to get Canyon, cause nobody's Canyon's, better than Canyon. Canyon's dead, bro. Why does no one tell me this shit? <laughs> <laughs> she, Terry said you only uh, you only miss her daughter. No one who? tells me about Who's people dying. <laughs> Wait, who the fuck? Oh, Erica. I mistook. I heard Petrie, and I thought it was the mother. Ven- Vengeance's no, wife. wife. Yes. That's why I said tell your kids I said hi or whatever, because I, I just heard Petrie. I didn't hear the first Oh, name. my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't know how Fucking Jesse's wife. <laughs> yes, yes, Jesse's wife. I get that now. Nobody tells me these things. <laughs> We're talking somebody about smack him with a thesaurus. He didn't tell me. I, I was right, stuck in my right, own dick s- over here. All right, somebody <laughs> smack him with a thesaurus now. Uh, <laughs> Paul, talking about Jesse's girl. Look, Paul. I kn- I've known you our whole lives. You're basically my brother, even though we're cousins. We got into business together. We've won ta- right. We've won belts together. We've done all kinds of stuff, but. There are two stories I want to hear out of your ass on this podcast, and one of them is how you killed Doink the Clown. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Does everybody already know about this story? No, but I want I to hear it. Who <laughs> 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 okay, We were wrestling at a company, another independent thing, and I hadn't wrestled in a while, so I hadn't been my character Pyro in quite a while. So I'm like, well, I don't really feel like... You know, dusting off the pyro the, character. Let's see if I can wrestle with somebody else. Hey, you grab my smokes. And there drink. was a... They're th- down over there. There was a guy who had, a, like, a spare luchador mask. And he's like, well, why don't you put this on? I'm like, okay. And we had to come up with a quick alter ego real quick. And I'm a fan of alliteration, so I made the name Sunny Cyclone. And I was like... That was your name, yeah. So yeah. I'm like... I'm, I am Jorge. <laughs> which I, I thought was a pretty good name on the fly. Yeah. But uh, Sunny Cyclone, so I'm wrestling the... Sergeant fucking Dow! <laughs> Sergeant Dow. The worst wrestler to ever come out of this area. Wait, you mean Eddie Munster's ugly cousin? And to, to put this into a better perspective, he's about to tell you the match, right? However, the reason that it happened is there's there's another... There's a YouTube... Oh, I was uh, going to get say, into that. Oh, you're going to? Well, I'll yeah. let you do it then. I was going to say, so the match went kind of crappy, as you would expect, because it ended up how killing was, a professional. How was the mask? Uh, the mask, 
had no holes in it. Like, you're supposed to have, like, a little bit of just thin mesh to where you can breathe easily. This was a thick mask Because all the way it through. wasn't a fucking luchador mask. It was a, match, a mask made for fans to have. This wasn't something to wrestle in. And no so one it was fucking, a fucking Walmart mask. Yeah, and no one fucking told him. So he's sucking wind 30 seconds in the goddamn <laughs> mask because he can't fucking breathe. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking hyperventilating half the match. So I'm just blowing up. And... And this is later recast on a YouTube channel called fucking uh, World Famous Flea Market. Yeah. Oh, God. And so, and, uh, so they're talking shit, and Doink is guest starring with them. The and, real Doink. Yeah, the real Doink the Clown. And so he's watching this shit, and within, five, uh, within two minutes of the match, he's like, that other guy's looking blown up. Can he, can he breathe in that mask? I'm, like, I'm at home going, no, I couldn't, Doink! <laughs> <laughs> So then, there's one part where uh, I decide, since I'm Sunny Cyclone, I got a luchador mask, might as well do a luchador move. He's outside, I do, go to do a slingshot uh, suicide dive off the top rope. And because the mask is so cumbersome, I can barely see, not only do I hook my foot on the top rope as I go over, but he decides he's not even going to stay under me when I come under. So like, He ran away like the Miz. Yeah, so, so he pulled a Havoc. Yeah, he, yeah. Just, he just dodged me and watched me hit the ground. He's like, oh. <laughs> like, and we had already planned it out that I was going to suicide dive on him. Did he start beating on you after that? Oh, yeah. That definitely. fucking dick. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he uh, he rolls me up and uh, it rolls me up into the ring and he ends with his finisher that he has to attempt to lift me up twice to do and almost didn't keep me up the second time. We thought we was going to fall on his ass. <laughs> what about your mom's dirty kitchen? Oh, yeah, the, on World's Famous Flea Market. Now, uh, Doink, he just wanted to talk about how shitty the match looked, but everybody else wanted to just take it to like a, sitcom, or a comedy level where they're just like, oh, I guarantee one of those fuckers has a dirty kitchen. <laughs> and, and I know they were probably talking about Sergeant Dow, but I'm like, if they looked at my kitchen, it's probably me they're talking about. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the one thing I will say is that Doink the Clown was kind of defending you and talking more shit about Sergeant right. Dow, but... It was like a week. Oh, sorry. It was oh, like a good. week or two after that he fucking passed away, unfortunately. So I was all like, "How do you Paul kill Doink? <laughs> <laughs> Your match was so shitty it killed Doink the clown." I, 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 I swear to God. Obviously, we're joking. I'm just saying it was funny at the I, I'm time. A, I, what I'm about to say here, I'm pretty sure you are going to lose your mind on this because I would always think that it was going to be. Chris's grandfather that was going to kill Doink the Clown. <laughs> and actually, people might know about this. this it, was a video dude, it went viral. Doink the Clown versus the Angry Fan. It was featured on NoDQ.com. It was featured on a whole bunch of fucking wrestling websites. It went viral, it's man. Got, it's, I, I'd have to look it up, but it's in probably the millions right now. Yeah. And I didn't monetize it. You dick. It was before I even knew about monetization. I just wanted to be on the internet. Well, they uh, <laughs> You would have got hit by the adpocalypse. So anyway. we got like uh, we got a guy <laughs> Thanks, who PewDiePie. at least said he had the permission to use the Doink the Clown gimmick. I forgot no, he, his name was Preston Steele. Yeah, and he was actually licensed through WWE to yeah. use the Doink the Clown gimmick. I like he was he legit. Was. I didn't see any documentation. No, he I didn't even no, book him. No, I actually saw it in the locker room. Like I, I sat down, and talked to the guy for like fifteen minutes. Okay. He was gonna fight that Carnes guy at the end of the fucking. Well, night. this is gonna lead to that. <laughs> yeah, all right. yeah. So we had a double show. My company, Visionary Championship Wrestling, and some Nate Carnes company. Shameless plug. NCIW had, or something. It doesn't matter. 
So he booked all these people like Kamala Jr. and all these people, blah, 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 in Doink the Clown, which was Preston Steele. Um, Dude, that show, I, actually, I have to say this because it's relevant to the last podcast. That show was the show where the opening match was me and you. Yeah, it was. The same I, fucking show. <laughs> I didn't bring a flash drive. I Damn it. I found all the old footage. but um, Me botching so, fucking head scissor spot. <laughs> Now, look, I went to Goshen, Ohio to work for Kamala Jr., mm-hmm. and he had a doink, too. And it wasn't the same guy, but they had the same squirt gun. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think when you get that WWE license to be doink, they make you do it in a certain way with the fucking gun. So my doink, <laughs> Preston Steele, had the fucking squirt gun, and he was squirting the audience. And then the one guy was like, don't you fucking hit me with that again. And he's fucking Dwight the Clown. So he turns around like he's not going to do it. He throws it behind his arm and does it again. And then my security's dumbass fucking doesn't do a goddamn thing. He's like, and I'm seeing it in slow motion. Like, this guy's going to kill Dwight the Clown again. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This was before the real one passed away, unfortunately. My thoughts and prayers to his family. Um, Matt somebody, wasn't it? That was the original Dwight. Matt Bourne, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Matt Bourne. Um, fucking, uh, so finally we get a no, no, no from the security guy. I run out there and fucking, you know, my mom is this patriotic, God-fearing woman or whatever. And she's like, that's the American way. Apologies, blah, blah, blah. And then fucking, Dwayne turns around to the camera and just goes, ha, 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 ha. It gets to the way fucking Russell's fucking, uh. Chris, wasn't it? No, it was Brian Davison's uh, Irish gimmick. Oh, yeah. Oh. What was it? What Kevin, was it? Kevin Danny Boy. Danny Boy. Danny Boy O'Connell. Yeah. And it was a good match. It really was. But I, but, I re- but, but the, the, this goes back to the dark side of professional wrestling. Yeah, the side that nobody actually likes to talk about. <laughs> right. Because it, it, the dark side of professional wrestling, just, just got to say this, it does get incredibly fucking dark. Like, you wouldn't think that, you know, a bunch of guys, you know, doing this gigantic thing that's essentially a gay joke if there wasn't a crowd. Right. Is doesn't have a dark side, and I'm not talking like oh a sexual dark side. Maybe that too. Some companies are weird, but it, it, there's like a business side to it. Oh, wait, that... walk me out of the camera. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there... No, you're not <coughs> down here now. Oh, yeah. Or the, 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 yeah there, there is a gigantic <laughs> business side that is the dark side. The business mm-hmm. side of prof- independent professional wrestling is the fucking dark side. Well, well this, even is, in this is what happened. Dark side. Oh yeah, this absolutely. is what happened that fucking night. Oh, I All remember. Right. Trust me, I remember so, fucking fondly. This is a co-show where we're supposed to split the door, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Nate Carnes booked all these fucking guys, and instead of doing it the right way, where you already have everyone's money in envelopes before you even attempt to have a show, he's fucking wanting to pay all of his guys off the fucking door on a Richmond, Indiana fucking show. Oh, man. Which you might make $200. I never lost money when I ran the original VCW, but I, I never made money. I always broke even. Uh, Great say, business model. You know, fucking, <laughs> we're not you know, here to break the mold. We're here to reuse it. Give or, take, <laughs> give or take a couple of dollars. But Nate Carnes lost his ass on that show, and it was his own fucking fault. Well, his show was the second one up. They left after yours. Uh, yeah, well, yes. His his show was first. My show was second. Oh, actually, I do remember this because this was Nate Carnes' idea. Yeah. You could pay one match price. The went over by half an hour and cut our time. Yeah. And all kinds of shit. So while I'm, I was, I had the fucking flu. And I wrestled fucking, uh. Me? That te- no, I wrestled you. But I also wrestled, uh. 
because I was I was representing the tag team champions. My partner was gone. I had the yeah. flu, and fucking I wrestled um, that one tag team, and I dropped the belts to them. But while I was in the ring, fucking Nate Carnes tried to steal all of my fucking belts that he could find. Try to take the fucking cash box, and Chris Morgan fucking caught it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because Chris caught because Chris ran and fucking grabbed me. Yeah, during that shit, and because yeah. he he wanted somebody that was gonna back him up. Mm-hmm. That was a bad motherfucker. I couldn't I was like, do shit. I was in the fucking yeah, ring. I didn't know any better until I was done. Yeah, because me and Chris cornered him the fuck out fucking side and made him stay there until you got fucking done. Yeah, and fucking you know, Mr. Crabs. He he somehow <laughs> got away and skirted the fuck out with the money, mm-hmm. but didn't get the belts. So we had no money to pay fucking anybody. All of Nate Carnes' people are still there. All of my people are still there. Luckily, when I was running shows, most of you worked just to help me out and just to have fun because yeah. that's what we were doing. Because uh, I wasn't taking it seriously at the time. Uh, I took it seriously later and I lost a bunch of money, but that's, that's a different story. Um, so, Nate Carnes left. Kamala Jr. tried to pull me into this fucking dark room and talk to me about money. And I was like, look, dude, I didn't fucking book you. I don't have any money. This is what happened. And he's like, fair enough. I got you, man. And fucking same way with Doink. Now, Doink asked us if we had like a fucking uh, Preston Steele asked, asked me if we had like an, uh, uh, that fucking thing, the sports uh, thing. Oh, I, an athletics license. Athletic commission. Yeah. I couldn't think of the fucking word. It was on the tip of my tongue. Uh, we do not. Which is why people like Dave and whatever can run wrestling shows with no regulation. Well, being part of the Athletics Commission myself, mm-hmm. nobody would fucking make that cut. Right. Nobody. Because you have to be in a certain – you have to be a certain health. You have to have to go through all these blood pathogens. Mm-hmm. You have to – you have to have to have to have a physical right and they will tell you if you are fit to go or not mm-hmm. i boxed for 15 years mm-hmm. i've been through an athletics commission in every surrounding state mm-hmm. kentucky's the stiffest one by the way oh, oh my yeah. fucking yeah. god the only reason we were able to wrestle in fucking kentucky is because we labeled it as the cosplay wrestling and not like yeah. real professional wrestling which we were all real professional wrestlers. Well, just nobody. Knew I wrestled it. in Kentucky a few times because I was already part of their network. So right. I was already cleared prehand. So anyway, uh, I got fucked, and so did a lot of people because Nate Carnes. I, I went back. We're coming out. for you, Nate Carnes. <laughs> Why? So he can take his mittens off to fight us. <laughs> he can't wear gloves. Yeah, he does have a birth defect, which I won't make fun of the birth defect. I I'm, fucking will. I'm, I'm that going to make fun of him being a shitty human. Um, I mean, you think of having a birth defect would humble him, but no, he can't even jerk off properly. That jerk off. <laughs> Fucking, I, I, I went back out that night and I told the audience, I broke kayfabe and told the audience that was there exactly what the fuck happened and why Nate Carnes would never be seen in this fucking town again. Mm-hmm. What happened? Six months later, Dave fucking books Nate Carnes to referee. Made yep. me, made a fucking liar out of me, but whatever. And I'm going to shut up for a while. Somebody else and, needs to fucking and, talk. Well, Nate Carnes. End up fucking Dave over. Good. Like surprise, surprise. And and, and it, dude, it's like when surprise, you fucking when you're waiting on a fucking girl to drop her fucking dude so you can fuck her. Okay. And you and then you're surprised like, that she fucked you over. <laughs> she just fucked that guy over. You I saw mean, it. Like okay, <laughs> like another dark aspect about wrestling is the injuries. Like oh, yeah. we all like to glorify the injuries, but actually a lot of them get. That's why I fucking Seriously. hate Triple H. You know like, that? A lot of them are fucking 
serious. Like, okay, I actually had one of my most major injuries in my life. Had you in the fucking match, motherfucker. Yep. And <laughs> you were the one that caused it, bitch. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Is that it's the time cool. I took you to the hospital? No, 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 no. This was this was the bad one. Um, it was actually a. Uh, it was actually MLWA. If you remember I, that, I caused it. Yeah, is when we had the courtyard wrestling over here. Yeah, it was um, MLWA, CWA, and VCW. Yeah, it's when we all when we all partnered up and still pulled more of a crowd than RCCW had ever seen. Oh, I know. Oh my God, those were they had like twenty five people. We had like one hundred and fifty. It was more than one hundred and fifty. Well, like, still, I we mean, ended up, we ended up doing a head count at like six or seven hundred at one point. Well, time. it's like you know that's. Independent wrestling is hard to, to but, but it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Well, it was also free, dude. Yeah. So, but we still made money off of it. The um, only reason why it was free was because I couldn't figure out how to charge for it because it was outside. And, uh, then, and then after we were all done and it was over, the ring was gone, Chris was like, you should charge for parking. I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> you flew off a roof? Like, yeah, you want to tell you about the fucking car parking situation? <laughs> but I remember that particular match. We actually had um, we had Amazing Red there because Anthony booked him. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I got a sharpie and, too with Mark Cannon. And that yeah. fucking and we had that fucking uh, that badass. It, I, it was that triple threat match between Fred, myself, and Anthony for mm-hmm. the belt. And you were there for that one. Mm-hmm. And it, that match just went fucking f- just fluid. It was just. Great, and I, I'm sorry. Best match I've ever had in my life was with Fred. Mm. That was actually at the Gannett Theater. Mm-hmm. But all right, segue. But <laughs> they they yelled for an encore. I remember that they mm. yelled for an encore. They won another match, mm-hmm. and so we did a six man tag. You know, just the biggest heels of that day and the biggest faces of that day. Mm-hmm. I remember you said, "Man, it books itself." Yeah, and you said you actually came up to me because, man. Do you want to be in this tag match? You, they fucking hate you. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Give me fifteen minutes. I'm. It's ninety eight fucking degrees. I'm wearing spandex. I'm asthmatic. Let me breathe. I need to stand in front of the fan. As soon as I said that, I turned and I hear this motherfucker on the microphone. And your next match, and the crowd went insane. I'm like, you dick. So I didn't. I didn't injure you. No, it gets. No, it gets. It. it gets worse. Oh it gets god. Worse. But wait. Okay. There's more. I don't remember and, this. And there was, like, technically no rules. We didn't even have a fucking predetermined outcome in this bitch. We were walking and talking. Like, we didn't know who the hell was going to go over. We were discussing that in the ring. Lock it up. Hey, you want to go over? No, you, I don't know. Pretty much, yeah. I was wrestling Mr. TNA at the time. Oh, yeah. And we kept switching out. And I looked at Anthony. I was like, man, I'm fucking exhausted. And Anthony was on my side. And I looked at Anthony. I was like, man, I'm exhausted. I I can't do this. I'm I'm on the verge of an asthma attack. I'm, I gotta take my, I gotta get taken out. Yeah. And he went over to you and said, "Hey, take DJ out." But from what your brain heard, heard was grab a ladder and beat him viciously in the head. <laughs> and, oh, I did. That's exactly. What, it's on video, man. <laughs> oh, I gotta you gra- see it. You grabbed the ladder and yeah. the flat part. Yeah. You didn't pull it. I think it's because we were all in that adrenaline high. Oh yeah. And I turned. I didn't know you were there. <laughs> I turned and I took his ladder to the forehead. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And that was fine. I did the bump on the fucking concrete. <laughs> and then you kept bludgeoning me <laughs> with the fucking ladder. Anthony came over, kicked you in the neck, knocked <laughs> you off of me. <laughs> and the last thing I remember was looking under the ring and going, oh, thank God, shade. <laughs> I rolled under the ring. 35 fucking minutes passed after everybody was tearing down. 
They found you under the ring. <laughs> they found me under the ring having a fucking seizure. <laughs> oh my like God. I was under the ring, not breathing, foaming. And oh Anthony God. fucking scurries under the ring, grabs me, pulls me. And then Demetrius, thank God he was there. <laughs> that was the gayest thing I've seen you done today. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Picks me up, takes me to the back. I'm unconscious. This is I'm only, re- I'm only retelling this oh. from what's told to me. Yeah. And I next. He started violently masturbating. (laughs) And the next thing I remember is that my face is being fused in a freezer because you know if you put something hot against something cold and it kind of you know skin, but it's my cheekbone. And he got stuck there. Like I'm in the freezer and I have like elements in my throat and they are M and M's, and it's my fucking mother force feeding me chocolate and putting my head into a freezer because chocolate and cold opens up airways. But I can't Dr. breathe. DJ. I can't The more breathe. you know. Yeah, I can't breathe on my fucking own. I'm coughing them up. I'm puking. I'm just, it's just a terrible scene. Everybody is like so. It's a bad con- scene. Everybody's so concerned. And then there is my best friend in my entire life. You know, the man I have cuddled with in the nude, Anthony. It's me. <laughs> it's not always about you. Anthony sitting next to me, not concerned and eating a push-up. <laughs> and just, and they, I remember. No, that's the gayest thing. <laughs> and I remember somebody yelling at him, Your friend's dying. You're not doing anything. He goes, What the fuck can I do? He would want this. <laughs> the push pop. And I, like, I've never gone, I've been in so many fights and I, I've, I've done MMA and I've done, I, I'll keep coming back to it. Nothing gasses you out like wrestling. Not, not, not only that, but I've never been knocked unconscious. Oh. Until yeah. that day. Day. Sorry. That day. No, it's fine. It, we were all in the adrenaline mode. Like, yeah. that shit, shit, man, that was forgiven a long time ago. Thank you. And, <laughs> and Sorry. Anyway. We still bring it up for, for a goof. Like, I'd have been fine if Dante hadn't have picked up a Stanley ladder. <laughs> yeah, Stanley was for six months. <laughs> I, me. I remember. Me. I think it was Stanley, man. Let's kill him. I rem- I'm like, yeah, and I'm the one telling you it was Stanley. I'm like, uh, it's this, it was Stanley. And Just you're me. there duct taping the top of the ladder where yeah. it doesn't say Stanley anymore. You're like, you can't find out. I remember it was a Stanley ladder because I looked at it. <laughs> Real it, close. Yeah, an inch from my face. I was like, oh, Stanley, that's a good brand. Wow. <laughs> I'd just be glad it wasn't a DeWalt, man. That would have hurt way better. <laughs> no, this was, it was supposed to be an aluminum ladder. No, it was steel with a plastic rail at the top. So oh, it, yeah. it's that really thick, like, can hold Fat Bobby's weight plastic. Oh, yeah. So when it hit, it hit hard. <laughs> Whack! And I'm like, okay, once is good. And then <laughs> once is good enough. <laughs> and bludgeon, 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 bludgeon. I'm like, please stop hitting me. I don't know what I did to anger you. <laughs> I was like, in a real fight, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, I'm Dante, God's gift to wrestling. Y'all are beneath me. Get under my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in that, in I'm that, not like that anymore, I promise. In that same vein of like the dark side of wrestling and the health issues that go in hand with that, uh, I, when I was researching, because I was researching wrestling in high school just because it interested me before I went and joined the Fed, uh, I uh, found out that back in like the at the turn of the millennium in 2000 such, uh, even then at the higher levels, wrestlers didn't have insurance. They had to pay private insurance. Yeah. Yeah. So the the companies because don't. they're they're not they're independent contractors they don't have there's no union there's right. no fucking there's no safeguards there's no safety net there's right. nothing if, if there's any no... profession needs a fucking union and it's wrestling you have yeah. to pay your own fucking taxes right yeah. they pay you directly 
So it's fucked. Right. So as an entertainer, you have to file your taxes quarterly. You make a million dollars in a year, you better save half of it, at least. Fucking pay Uncle Sam. And in a even darker aspect of wrestling, like, and nobody tells you, like, and wrestlers are very, very, very prideful. Yeah. We are all very prideful. We don't like to admit when we're hurt. We'd like to think that. And that's the worst. And like I said, that's why I hate Triple H. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't like to admit when we're fucking hurt. Why do you hate Triple H? He he tears a quad. He won't stop the match. He tears a pectoral muscle. He won't stop the match. He always finishes the match. Yeah, because he's got you know the entire company fixing his body, but all that does is set an example for these independent guys who fucking break a finger or fucking tear a muscle or whatever. They're like, no, I'm a man. I gotta finish the match. No, motherfucker, stop. <laughs> fucking stop. Before it costs you ten thousand more dollars to fix, if it's even fixable. Yeah. And the 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 dual the double ended blade on this one is the ones that don't say anything. You guys really need to speak the fuck up. Well, you and do. it was worse back in the day because back in the day, we like were, in the territory days, if you were hurt, you didn't work, you didn't eat. Yeah. So people would go and work hurt all the time. Yeah. You, no, they, I did. All it. these shoot interviews, fucking talk about it all 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 day. Yeah. No, we did it. Like we all did that. Like, you know, pull a muscle on your fucking back like you should be, like, fucking bedridden. Yeah, you like, should be laid stop, up. And stop let, yeah. lifting dumb shit. No. And I, I remember I did it so many damn times, and I, I regret it to this I day. Think we all fucking did it because, well, first of all, none of us were trained properly in the beginning. Nope. So we didn't know any better. We just loved wrestling. So it's like, oh, I got to get back in that ring. There's been so many stupid fucking things I have done just to get back in that fucking ring. Uh, like cussing out Double P at XVW? Fuck. Well, I actually like Double P nowadays. It's fine. He <laughs> nice. is kind of an asshole. He comes off as a, bra- uh, N- nice a very puke, brash yeah, nice guy. Nice puke job in his ring, and then you flew off the fucking handle on that one. Well, dude, I, I was starting to hyperventilate myself. I got yeah. too blown up, and I started... I remember because I was outside, I I was outside get, with I you. I tried to get yeah. out of the ring, but I couldn't, and I fucking... You yeah, know. and... <laughs> Man, it's just... And, and, and it's the ones that get the smallest injury... Mm-hmm. Something that you could easily walk off. Yeah, and they keep going. Blow, and it becomes worse and, and worse. Well, not even that. And they, but they also blow it out of proportion. Oh, like yeah. I remember when Havoc got a fucking boo boo, like in soccer. <laughs> yeah, the, the flops and flips well, what, or whatever. What was like, it? Oh. Okay, um, he he had a. Uh, <laughs> Look, I will debate you till the end of the fucking world. That was the best spot ever. In WCW. <laughs> you know, that's what killed W. No, the fuck it wasn't. People just didn't get it. <laughs> A finger poke of doom. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it was, I remember that this night too. Um, it was back in the Connorsville days, so back in like 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, Havoc had a chair thrown at him, but he was face down on the ground. Mm-hmm. The chair didn't actually hit him, but the the bracket of the chair actually clipped the back of his head and it bled a little bit. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert to anybody who's ever had a cut on their head. It bleeds more because it's a very vascular part of your body, so right. it's going to bleed like your. That's stuff. why we bleed. Yeah, I know that. I never yeah, even bleed it. I just got it yeah. the old-fashioned way. So yeah. it's going to bleed exponentially more. But guess what? It's just a cut. It's mm. just it's the same level as if you get a cut in your finger, or cut in your arm. It just needs to be tended to properly. A little bit of alcohol pad, a little bit of pressure, and you're good. Rub some kitty litter in it. Exactly. Oh my God, Havoc sold that. And I don't mean like sold, like wrestling sold. I mean like, oh my God, I'm concussed. I got to go to the hospital. I need stitches. Didn't need stitches. He needed cleaned up. No concussion. Mm-hmm. Chair didn't hit him. Right. But because of that, that was pre-main event. Mm-hmm. Anthony and Craig had one of the 
best matches I've seen in my entire life. Three people there fucking witnessed it. Mm. And I think you actually should re- – you were on the card that day, and it was the one where Craig – it was the one where Craig did the fucking dump truck to Anthony from the top rope mm. and flipped him and didn't hurt him. Mm. Like, didn't hurt him whatsoever. Like, it was properly done, but there's only three fucking people there to see it. And it was a beautiful fucking match. And, of course, everybody left to go see Havoc in the hospital. Mm. I'm like, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Man, he's that, that, okay. That, go ahead, Bobby. You're going to say something. Yeah, I've taken too many people to the hospital. Uh, menthol, for one. Uh, Fred was mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. That's what pushed me away from going to these events anymore. Well, I was tired I, of seeing my friends well, getting hurt. Honestly, dude, like I th- that last time you took me to the hospital was the last time. Well, no, okay, it wasn't the last time I was in the ring. I was actually in the ring two times after that. Um, it was actually the last professional time <laughs> I was in the ring because whenever that happened, if you remember that night correctly, people thought I was faking it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you were there in the hospital with me when the doctor popped my knee back into place. It's because oh, people yeah. like fucking Havoc milk the shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's the other double side of the fucking blade. Yeah. I got hurt, and I was working fucking Rob and Skip, too. Mm-hmm. And I was a face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten years. Finally, I'm a face. My tag team partner is Demetrius. We have the belts. We're faces. We're going up against Rob and Skip. Like, oh, my God. I haven't worked Rob in so fucking long. And I get fucked out of it because Dave decided to skip money on fixing his fucking ring. Mm. And my, yeah, the board shifted. The board shifted under my foot and caught my foot. Who all fell to the goddamn floor? Me. No, I wasn't there for that. I was there. Yeah. Uh, it was me. It was Demetrius and Anthony were the ones that went to the hospital. Fucking Dave bought or Dave rented out like a, 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 uh, a oh, car it, garage or something like that. Z Bart. No, no, I was no, trying to get no. Z-Bar. I didn't want to go oh, through. Yeah. This was like a, a little like a On mom and pop maintenance oh, thing. Oh, the one that's yeah. across from the old Hibbard. Yeah. 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 That one. And fucking nobody thought to check its fucking whatever the hell. And the wrestlers are in the back. Just whatever. The fucking floor just goes. Right, it was uh, where they had put the risers, on, uh, wasn't it? Like no, because we took no. the risers out. But uh, the, it was the actual floor that was there before that. It just fell through. And Demetrius, actually, when it fell, Demetrius's foot got caught under the floor while it's falling, mm. and he smacked his head into the concrete, caused him a huge concussion. And on that guy, that took a lot. Mm-hmm. It took yeah. a building essentially collapsing on his head to give him a concussion. Um, Anthony was in the crease when it fell. And when it fell, it shattered his shoulder. When I say shattered, I mean yeah. they had to do three surgeries in order to get that bitch back up. But here, and I will say this openly right fucking now, I had to take my friends to the fucking hospital on that one. It popped my elbow out of place, but guess what? I popped that bitch back in because my injuries in comparison were slim. I was at the hospital with those guys. We hadn't eaten all fucking day. I went down to the vending machine, got everybody food. Just I was, I was that guy. But you know who didn't fucking do that? Dave. 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 I, I want to I the wanna hosp- know. I want to know. Because first of all, event, by I, the way. I have seen Anthony sue Dave. Why and did when? no one sue Dave over that negligence? Because that was negligence. No one had a waiver. No nope. one had nothing. Nope. Dave should have got the pantsuit out of him. Oh, at least for the hospital bill. That's what I'm saying. And they, I, I guess it's just one of those, like, they thought it was a freak accident. It's not Dave's fault. Which in, they could have, okay, looking at it through that light, maybe. Like, but I, it was still his responsibility. Like, yeah, it was we his went, property. Like, I went back there after the floor collapsed. Oh, actually, in. 
it, you should they should have they should have sued the owners the owners of, of the building because yeah. it wasn't yeah. either up to code or whatever. But uh, somebody should have got sued. Is the lesson found, of the story? I found <laughs> out when I was trying to get clearance for VCW to get Z-Bart mm-hmm. that the place that Dave had wasn't right and it was no. illegal for him to have been doing that in the yeah. first place which means yeah Dave should have got sued too but it's it's one of those like whenever I got injured my knee he thought I was faking it just wanting attention for one no why would I ever pass up a, a fucking opportunity to work Rob and, and just have this badass storyline going on and why would I fake something like that? Why would I writhe in the fucking ring? And Rob pretty much cuddled me after the damn match. And he's like, dude, are you okay? Like, Rob, like, are you okay? And I went, no, I'm not. My knee cap had a baseball-sized welt on it. Like, mm-hmm. there is clear evidence that I am not okay. Right. And Bobby's the one that took me to the hospital. And they popped my patella back into place in the hospital, but my metacarpal tendons did not pop back into place. I didn't get those popped back until three days later at the orthopedics. Ooh. They popped those back into place. That hurt worse, I guarantee. Oh my it. god, it did. <laughs> there was what they like thirteen micro tears in my metacarpal yeah. tendon. They went, no, you're not in a cast. You're in what we call an immobilizer for six months. Mm-hmm. I couldn't drive. I couldn't work. Mm-hmm. I didn't have. I still went to work. I had to make a goddamn living. Right. You know, and I suffered through all that. And for fucking what? Not a goddamn For, for it to be called a fucking liar? Yeah. Oh, no. Go fuck yourself, buddy. Right. Like. No, 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 <laughs> young Bucky. I thought you were going to say, and for what? For $5 in wood that would have been better spent than my $10,000 hospital <laughs> bill. Right. I, which I finally paid that off. Like, I finally paid all my hospital's bills off. I was debt-free. Then a week later, I got hospitalized. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah. woo I'm part of the 10%. <laughs> I'm fucked. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, it, it was – that's why I quit yeah. is the politics led to that fucking mentality of, like, oh, he's faking it. Mm-hmm. I've never been one to fucking fake an injury. Right. To hell with that. If I'm injured, I will tell you, like, th- I'm fucked. Stop. I got a stinger in my first training session. But outside of that, I've never been seriously injured in wrestling, which I, uh, knocking on whatever is around. Uh, <coughs> plastic table, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I thought my leg was going to break right outside there. Uh-huh. I got thrown out of the ring by somebody, and my knee... It was me! And... <laughs> My my leg went one way, my body went the other way. I were, was like, "Oh fuck!" There's a picture of it. You were working vengeance at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have Polaroids of that of that match. Right. And I was like, "Oh fuck! I'm fucked! I'm fucked! I'm fucked!" But I ended up being all right in a couple hours. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm uh, gonna whip out the Polaroid picture. <laughs> look, Dave, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. <laughs> Dave's ring didn't have an apron. It was like a. Uh, it, not an apron. A it didn't. It, the glorified tarp. <laughs> yeah, it was like a it was like a rubber canvas instead of a fucking cloth one. Oh man! So like it would if it got wet, it was slippery. If fucking whatever, I it wrestled in the rain. Yeah, yeah. What? What? I can't remember. I can't think of the fucking material it is. Vinyl. Uh, vinyl. Vinyl. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was Thank a, you. It was a vinyl tarp. Vinyl. Vinyl canvas. Mm-hmm. And fucking Paul and I mm-hmm. finally were a tag team. Mm-hmm. We've been we've talked about this since we were five years old. We're going out in a, like a fucking. Like, every corner had a tag team. Yeah. Paul and I are going over. We're getting the fucking belts. This has been a fucking dream, you know? Oh, absolutely. I brought Paul back in for this moment. I've, in fact, yesterday, I just shared the memory of it on Facebook because it was five years ago. No, I'm sorry. 
the post was five years ago. Maybe it was five years ago. I don't know. It was a few years ago yesterday that this actually happened. Okay. Um, so we're going, we're going, we're going. The King Click, if you remember yep. them. I remember King uh, Click. Hillbilly oh, tried to do some move oh. from the top rope, and it folded him up like an accordion. He couldn't breathe, move it was nothing. The, uh, it was the top rope uh, jumping somersault neck breaker while the guy had him held up. Yeah. Like uh, Legion of Doom when we stayed at the clothesline. The guy line. landed on the, top was, of him or something? Mm-hmm. He, well, he, he was doing... Yeah, like the guy he was doing the neck breaker too, like landed on him and it like crunched his body up. Yeah, so he couldn't fucking do shit. So, like so his just... whole inside, he was just wrapped around himself, like oh fuck. Yeah, so I was like fucking tag me. They ta- I ran in, I just fucking lightly covered him real quick to get him out of the match, and then yeah. we kept going. Dan Hansen almost fucking uh, broke my neck. Broke his fucking neck. Uh, this is what I keep telling about. Backyarders and fucking undertrained people in the ring with yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. And you would think, oh well, you're supposed to be trained. You're supposed to be professional. You should be able to. You should be able to equate for that or or, or balance that out. No, no, you fucking can't. No, you can't. You you can't it, polish a turd. It's still a turd. Yes. You know? If someone doesn't move to you incorrectly when you're giving you when you are giving them your body, you're gonna be fucked. So that's why I was weary of that shit. But anyway, <laughs> Paul and I. We're going over. Paul was getting that fucking pin. Because I, I, Paul quit. Hadn't been a wrestler in a long time. I was still doing it the whole time. Yeah. So when Paul comes back, I want it to be cool for him. You know? So I'm like, dude, you get the pin. He, he hits his fucking acid drop. Pyrotechnics. Yeah, I called it pyrotechnics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's going for the cover. Now, I'm supposed to stop the other guy from breaking up the pin. But there's been like six, 12 guys in the fucking ring. The mm-hmm. whole vinyl mat is sweaty. And I fucking go to do my spinning wheel kick. My foot comes out from under me, and my knee hits with the other guy's knee, and my leg fucking goes in a way it's not supposed to. I was I couldn't work for like three weeks because I couldn't put a lot of weight on my knee. But I was never seriously injured, and we did win the belts that night. And it, I remember because it was around the time where Daniel Bryan and Kane were the tag team champions. Yeah. I'm the tag team champions. No, I'm the tag team champions. Blah blah back and forth. Yeah. Paul stopped wrestling because he he because after that neck thing it my, scared him out of it. Well, it, my neck was fucked up for the, like, the next month. So. His biggest fear is to be paralyzed, so he didn't want to fuck with it no more. Yeah, that's number one on the whole bucket list of things never to happen to me. Paralyzed neck down. That's like number one. Fuck. Yeah, so I'd rather be blind. I had to be the tag team champions, and then Paul came back in like a, a CEO type role or whatever as a talking piece. Yep. Which... But then that was that was it. But I. I don't even know where I was going with that. This involved Paul, and I wanted to talk well, about Paul. Well, it's not only that. Because like, I injured my leg. Like, an, another dark aspect of wrestling, and this this is a very interpersonal, we've all done this, especially you. <laughs> Why? Uh, I'm hiding. <laughs> it's, tell me how bad rat. I used to be. It is the fucking selfishness of the wrestlers. The ego. Oh, my God. And it, all right. Don't look. <laughs> look, this is what... This is what fucking happened, all right? <laughs> By the way, this man has one of the biggest egos I've ever met. It's and now the extra biggest me- heart. And it's now extra medium. Now <laughs> look, extra medium. I'm not talking about that. Look. I love egos. Yeah. I got I yeah. <laughs> I got into wrestling in 2004. Okay. I I was a referee for one show. And then I had my very first match with Pyro. Mhm. I had my first match with Phoenix. <laughs> Three or four weeks later. Wow, Jesse. 
No, uh, that was uh, Danny Boy's gimmick back then. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Three or four weeks after I fucking started. I have a belt. Three weeks after he starts. <laughs> I am the cruiserweight champion. I am not trained correctly. I was never taught locker room etiquette. Mm-hmm. I was never taught any way to check my ego. I was never taught anything. I was taught how to run the ropes and bump. Everything else, I learned from everyone else there. I learned a lot from Chris Morgan. I learned from Jesse. I learned from going out to other places, learning from other people. I learned from fucking uh, Section 8 and Rob and Skip and all these fucking people that we knew. I, we, I was never trained by a trainer. I, was, I learned the craft through my peers, right? No Wait. one taught me how to check my fucking ego. And he put me in the ring way before I was ready, gave me a belt way before he should, what does that do to any guy who doesn't know better? I'm the shit! <laughs> I'm God's gift to wrestling. I got a fucking belt. I am the hype. I am the hype! <laughs> and fucking, that turned me into a fucking t- a toxic person for a long well, time. It, it's not only that, but it, we've all done it. Like, I, I mean, I was bad. Yeah, you were bad. Like, I, I, I was, like, not bad, bad about it, but I, I was... It's still that selfishness. Like, okay... And this is and this is another reason why I left because nobody was listening to me. My last two or three years of wrestling, I dropped my fucking ego, dropped my bullshit, dropped my selfishness, and and dropped trying to fucking actually hurt people in the goddamn mm-hmm. ring. Yo, I, you remember when fucking riot and people would try to shoot on motherfuckers? Yeah, that was fuck all. Fuck you! If you do that, you're a piece of shit. And that what that do you is mean by all. Shoot? Like a shoot interview? No, no like, like a, shooting on like someone, shoot like wrestling. really fighting, oh, like. like Purposely like, hurting someone when you're supposed to be wrestling. See, I always heard shoot as just the interview tactic. Right, he right. He went well, to shoot well, on somebody. That's, where, that's what's most commonly talked about well, nowadays. And what's, what, pissed, what pissed me off was I was like, guys, okay, for one, when you shoot on somebody, not only does that make you look like a dick, but two, the crowd will fucking know. Yeah. That, that's not drama you're building there. Fighting doesn't look like wrestling. No, it doesn't. Wrestling is is performance art. It's kind of it's kind of a ballet. They, they keep <laughs> it's saying, male... "Oh, it's not ballet." Yes, it fucking is. But uh, it's manly. It's manly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rope opera. It's a ballet. Because yeah. <laughs> women can wrestle too, Paul. <laughs> oh, I was just by. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> ballet. Ballet. <laughs> I'm laying all those buys, baby. <laughs> But go ahead. Well, I was also going to mention though. You, we were talking about the backyard and the and the bad training methods. Like even though, like the people that were training you when you first got in, yeah, they did get shown some training from Dave. But when later we found out where Dave got his moves that he learned from, you remember what it was? <laughs> Didn't he like rent a VHS oh, tape it was or fucking, some shit? No, it was, a, it was like it was a worse. karate school or some no, shit no, like no, that. No, no, worse. It was fucking uh, one of the SmackDown games. Oh where, where my can, god! Where you can create the character and, and set his moves. He would just watch the moves and try to replicate them. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, not only like, like to get back to what 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 was going on, like and the dark aspect is, a lot of people have egos and they're in it for themselves. Like, mm-hmm. and for the last three years that I was wrestling, I was trying to remind them that if that fucking crowd wasn't there, you're not shit. Mm-hmm. Period. And that. You got to impress that fucking crowd, which means it takes your fucking other person in that ring with you to do the same thing. You both have to be on that wavelength. If your opponent does not look good, you don't fucking look good. Exactly. And on top of that, 
we've all had those bad days. You know the fucking king of making people look good? Chris? Fred. Yeah, Fred. Because, yeah, well, you like haven't, a, You haven't talked much, man. What's up with you? He's I'm the... Just, well, he's... You've he's, done a lot, you've done a lot in wrestling recently. Well, he's, he's, he's done a lot in wrestling, but he's still learning. Like, in hearing a more, like, a more veteran standpoint on this, like, I'm not sure if I'd be considered a veteran myself, because I've been out of it so I, long. Uh, I, I don't care. Rookies in the locker room talk last. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it and go on, get me a so I farted. <laughs> and on top of that, like it, and one thing I found bullshit was, like I understand that the new guys set up the ring. That's very important. Reason being is because you need to know how that ring is fucking set up. But don't let only new guys set up the fucking right. ring. Everyone needs to help. Everybody yeah. pitch in and learn. And like. And that's what I sure, loved I was about setting up the ring and tearing it down. I wasn't even a fucking wrestler. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was done it as security. a runner. And just one thing that out. actually always impressed me about Chris was that that man was not shy to pick up a fucking board and help set no. up. Like he wouldn't do the entirety of his leg work because obviously he has to you know wrestle later on that night. Right. But he was always there to help supervise, and he was always like, "Okay, we need to put this here, put that there. We need to set it up like this." And I was, you had to admire that. And, and I remember going in new, it, it wasn't the fucking light ass snap together. Right. It was it, the fucking ladder one. Wasn't it, it was the ladder one. Oh, fuck that. that. And mind you, Dave, as a fucking joke in Connorsville said, you set it up by yourself and mm. it was giggling mind. And I picked those fucking ladders up and I set the bitches in that fucking ring. Those things were 300 pounds. If it was I, a day, I picked them the fuck up and I put them in there. I set that fucking ring up by myself. I bolted that bitch by myself and I looked at Dave and went, you're tearing it the fuck down. Yeah. They're he, 220. They're just really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Still 220 <laughs> on 18 feet yeah, is, uh, is really awkward. <laughs> awkward <laughs> as fuck. And especially with me picking these bitches above my head and oh, setting them the down. Do no, you gotta like get inside of it. That's what like, I did. Yeah. I got, oh. we'll see. I got inside of it, squished in my shoulders and picked it up above my head oh. In order to put it in the fucking ring. Because you can't put that bitch on there and slide it. Because yeah. that will catapult your ass to the other side of the did building. You ever put, did you ever put together my high spots ring before I got rid of it? Yeah. It was nice. It was, it was. It was just easy. snap, snap, snap. Well, fuck. Yeah. Where was this when I was beginning? Right. I mean, it, and honestly, I think it's really important to learn how to work in a shitty ring as well. To appreciate the nicer ones. Not the new ones, but there's some rings out there that are old. But they're just built so fucking well. Some of them and aren't even built for wrestling. <laughs> oh my dude, god, dude! We, dude, <coughs> when you guys got there, they had the fucking dice man ring, which was the ladder ring, which mm. was nice. When Paul and I fucking started, it was a goddamn boxing ring with real ropes. It the, was the one that Anthony has. Yeah, Is yeah, it? The one that's the one that Anthony back, has. It's in his backyard. Yeah, oh. that's the one that I helped cement into the fucking ground because uh, because Reaper, whatever the fuck his name was, yeah. Grim. Reverend Grimm, yeah. when he sold it to him, didn't include any of the f- fucking supports or springs. Oh, my God. So it was just those, like, nine panels. The middle one snapped in half, mind you, just kind of flexing there. And so we had to cement the fucking poles into the goddamn ground and then bolt the panels together. So there's no give. And isn't there, like, tires underneath that? We, had, yeah. we jacked it up with the train jack, and me and Anthony went underneath of it, built platforms, and built by me by four by fours and put tires underneath it to give it some give. Yeah. It's yeah. still like bumping on fucking concrete. That's uh-huh. padded. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. Here, here's... I knocked the, the wind out of myself one day bumping on yeah, that. It sucks. Wait, you take a walk. 
I <laughs> <laughs> in there for a minute. <laughs> what that ass don't walk? We can tell nobody runs in your family. Look, I want to. I want to. I want to introduce a segment real quick where we kind of just run a list down of wrestlers we know and say something positive about them because there's not enough positivity oh, oh, in wrestling. Uh, I I would like to start it off by saying. The the person to make you look good in the ring is is Fred. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. The person that can take a shitty wrestler and make them look good is Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not gonna say that Chris Morgan isn't without his fucking faults because uh. one phrase, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. He's like, hey, I'm going to give you this flipping power bomb off the ring onto the concrete. Oh, you sure about that? You'll be fine. (laughs) I'm not fine! (laughs) Bang! There was one fuck-up he did with me early in his career when we were still in the boxing ring. I've heard that so many times. You'll be fine. And uh, (laughs) one of the rules we had in the ring in that building behind Frickers was no top rope moves because we had a low ceiling. Yeah. Uh, If you go to the top rope, uh, and there's no superplex. You do a DDT off the top, but uh, so which is really dangerous for us untrained motherfuckers <laughs> to be doing. But, but go ahead. Well, so he gets me up in the turnbuckle, and he climbs up, and I'm like, oh, okay, top rope DDT. He throws my arm over his shoulder. I'm like, oh fuck, this is a superplex. <laughs> okay, jump forward, tuck my feet, hope I don't hit the ceiling. No, he's going just for a DDT, so I jump into the DDT, <laughs> land vertically, and then just flop over. Fucking Brad's in the ring going, oh, my God. Shorty's just like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Dude, no one has ever taken my Tornado DDT as good as Chris Morgan because he spikes himself on purpose, and it's so fucking good. Yeah, but he can actually do the dangerous-looking, like, injury-causing yeah. injury with, with not injuring himself. Dude, what, uh, God, there was someone in WWE who was just known for making, for over, not overselling, but selling to a point that was so fucking good and believable that, oh, Dolph Rick Ziggler. Blair? Yeah, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Well, Chris Morgan is fucking Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, okay. Yes, my child. <laughs> fucking like, God. For, for yes. Me. You're not real. <laughs> yes, I, I'm right here. How am I not real? He's, he's God. Jesus and the Holy Ghost all in one. <laughs> he's a flying monster made of spaghetti. It's like he's <laughs> a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple, purple people, people eater. And it's like he ate the religion. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe I remember that fucking purple people eater song. I mean, you kind of look like him right so, now. This, okay, uh, you pick okay. somebody and talk. Um, the one I'm going to pick is probably going to be a wee bit of a shocker, but believe it or not, that's Havoc. What? Yeah, huh? yeah, okay, okay, hear me out, hear me out. Uh, the you want to talk about egos, let's talk about <laughs> oh, fucking Havoc, oh God, shall we? Jesus Christ. I'm going to wear an NWA shirt to every wrestling show I go to, even though I never really worked for NWA. Thank you very much. And then come out to, uh, I- I'm also going to come out to, uh, oh, fuck. What did Black he come death punch. No, no, something worse. Oh One, something's wrong with me. Two, no. something's wrong with me. That no. That's Joe, everybody's fucking. No, no he was. Get psycho, uh, which actually fit his character. Yeah, even yeah, yeah, that actually fit his character. No, he came out to a uh, Nickelback. 
Rock star. Oh, my God. We all lost that day. <laughs> We're all anime characters and our feet are in the air right now. <laughs> no, I just got a really bloody nose and... <laughs> oh, so you want to fuck him? There's I want to fuck the song. <laughs> oh, there's there's blood coming from my ears right now. Okay, and because we're musicians. One one good thing I have to say about him mm-hmm. is that over the years, he at first <clears throat> I'm listening would, so intently right now. <laughs> he would not do anything you would tell him to do, and he would flinch at anything that looked painful. Uh huh. But over the years, from my experience, when I'm not sure what he is now, but when I tail end, he's when a I race was, car driver. Tail end when I was leaving. Jerry was a race car driver. Drove <laughs> so goddamn fast. <laughs> That's still too complicated. Um, <laughs> he was actually humble. You're supposed to work the lift. Like he he actually got really humble and really fucking cool, and like he'd stop the whole ego thing. And I worked him a couple times, and it ended up being good matches. Yeah. And he, oh yeah, he would take the forearms that I would fucking throw that he'd always flinch at. He didn't care. Like, he was in it to fucking win it. And I was like, I love that attitude about you now. <laughs> the point is, is that people can fucking change. Yeah. And you, are you were the shining fucking example. Yeah. But obviously, Havoc took a fucking page. And he tried. I swear to God, I did change. So he did. He fucking changed. Coming into it, something kicked his ass. I don't know what it was. I can't pinpoint it, but something. Fred. Yeah. <laughs> it was that chair to the back of the head. No, <laughs> no I think it was Joey in the locker room. <laughs> something kicked his ass to where he was fucking humble. Like something snapped in his fucking mind where he was just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I'm done being me. All I know is that when I was I around don't... him, he would suck my dick. And then when I wasn't around him, he would talk a bunch of shit about me. And mm-hmm. that's something I, I, I will not <laughs> fuck with two-faced he stopped, people. He stopped doing that. Yeah. But he, he still wouldn't talk shit to your face. I mean, obviously. Right. The last person he talked shit to their face was, was Joey. And uh, uh, Joey beat the shit well, out of him in the locker room. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Whoa. Like Paul, he, Paul's an original RCCW guy. He knows all the original people. I'm sure he's got something to say about somebody. Well, I mean, like I got stuff bad to say about more people that we haven't named, but uh, <laughs> go for but it. Anyway, you know, you said we're supposed to be saying Would good you quit stuff, doing so that? I guess. Uh, oh, you don't like that? I know it, it's just peeking fucking shit out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, I'm uh, sorry. I guess the whole thing is like I did meet a lot of good wrestlers, especially when I went. You know, uh, Fed hopping to other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nero was a good one. Oh, I love Nero. Nero is um, awesome. I I can't remember uh, who that other guy was at that Sergeant last Dow. No, <laughs> no the, the got you famous, man. The, 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 the real cut kid with the short blonde hair that was wrestling at uh, the show we did over uh, for your buddy who had the Guinness World Record. Oh, Tim Lutz. Yeah, Tim, Tim, uh, Tim Lutz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim uh, Lutz is an awesome motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Dude. Well, he's a great cool guy, guy too. Right? Great fun but, uh, guy. I didn't really get to see his match because this it, happened like right after I what got. What was his ethnicity? Oh, I said he was a little white guy. Oh, white, but he was white. all shredded. He was shredded? And he was really skinny. He wore shorts and he had short blonde hair. But he was really, and he was wrestling the black guy that Wait a was, had the, the shorts and was like all cut up. And Wait they a had minute. a really good match together. D- is his little brother in wrestling too? I don't. I don't know. Oh, oh! I'm I know saying. who you're talking about. Uh, it, it's it is it is that guy. Is it Tony? Tony? Yeah, yeah Tony, Tony Evergreen. Yeah, Tony, Tony Evergreen. Evergreen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually had the pleasure of working Tony Evergreen. Yeah, I've worked. I've never and, got a one-on-one match with him, but I worked him inside of the well, things. Well, okay. Um, 
But if I'm going to say something nice about somebody that I've already talked about before, just to kind of turn it around, Dave, I heard, finally got out of wrestling. So we, <laughs> we can... <laughs> he did. Ah, oh, damn it. Spit take almost. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's not wrestling anymore, though. Oh, okay. okay. He, he's in. The, he's still fucking being Dave Ferguson with the business aspect, but he's, he got his ass out of the ring, so well, he did take one He kind of had to. Yeah. He, he had, had open back surgery. That's like... God telling him you suck at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, what'd you do? <laughs> I, I, this was before I became God. This is before he ate Christianity. <laughs> Dude, but, like, uh... Uh, Christianity this was the planned. last administration that. <laughs> but he still, he, he ate still all the will throw his gear on and be a manager and he'll choke slam someone every once in a while or something. I'm just like, Dave. The last, Fuck, the Dave. last I've ever seen him was just standing at yeah, the Yeah, no, ropes. he doesn't. He doesn't actually work at all anymore. He I mean, the most yeah, I've ever seen him go, do was just like he goes out and. With RCCW right now, he's got um, he's got a faction. Because you're still in it. Yes, I'm still. I still work for RCCW. Um, not anymore. <laughs> well, um, no, this gets he's got he's got a faction that's he manages. He doesn't even like try and get in the ring anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's him, Nero, and Fred. I think and Fred with that god awful face paint or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it's. Um, I love Fred, but man, you you that's not a good look for you, bro. Well, it was his face paint. I've not seen Fred in a while. He's got like this weird red cream face paint on. It looks like, like a bad black. sting. Oh, like yeah. like bad blood from WCW yeah, versus the world. The world. <laughs> oh it's Jesus some kind Christ! Of demon persona. Ain't yeah. It? yeah, and it, that's it's an Oni persona is what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, well, last what he is he's got a demon, demon. Japanese demon. He's got to give somebody a transfusion. <laughs> he's fucking. He just might as well, Fred Akuma. Like, well, like okay. Majin Akuma. Fred Frakuma. Like, <laughs> after I got out of wrestling, believe it or not, um, DJ Jonesy was actually a friend of mine. Like he was a yeah. customer in the shop. I knew he was on heroin, but he was never one of those heroin addicts where you'd ever fucking suspect it. Because mm-hmm. you hear heroin addicts, you know, robbing people, fucking just doing anything for a fix. Well, Jonesy was actually working. I'm pretty sure he was well off. He had all that equipment Yeah, and stuff. he was actually really well off. I mean, he could buy motorcycles, everything. He was clean. The man was clean for eight months, and his girlfriend fucking threw a needle at him and said, just kill yourself. And he did? That purity of that heroin was so powerful, and after he was clean, killed him. Mm. He couldn't take it. Right. He just thought, fuck it, why not? My I life's already shit. I think that's what happened to Mandy, actually. And yeah. whenever I heard he, he went, I was like, you know what? They threw on a show for him down at the Gannett factory. Right. You know, it's, yeah. And I got asked, you know, personally, like, can you please work? And I hadn't worked in a year at that point. I was living yeah. with you, actually. Yeah. And I went, you know what? Sure, I'll work. I'm thinking maybe like a one-on-one match. You know, let me be a curtain jerker. I'll set the pace. I'm rusty as all hell. Like, I do not want to go in there and fucking work. And no, no, no. I'm guessing no. (laughs) And I remember it was a very, very hot day. And Eric was gave me fucking pure powdered caffeine inside. Oh, inside of a water bottle. Like, he made it for me and i'm like you know i'm i have an adverse effect to caffeine like i always have like energy drinks like this i'm probably going to be up for a long fucking time and which is why i'm doing the podcast this is the podcast that never ends i'm burning i'm burning that energy off but i remember he gave that to me and i'm like okay and the spot was i was supposed to run in and i was supposed to save fred and anthony Mm -hmm. i have never ran that fast in my life (laughs) 
I slid into that sweaty <laughs> ass vinyl ring. Damn near slid out. <laughs> like I stopped the rope. Like boop. okay, there we go. Yeah. Stood up, you know, cleared the ring out, didn't touch anybody, hyped it up, you know, and I was main event. I'm like, oh fuck, why am I main event? I'm I was thinking about it and I was like, I looked over at the faction, who was the bad guys? Mm-hmm. It was let's start with the good, Tony Evergreen. Right. And let's now let's get to the bad. <laughs> that was the end of the good. <laughs> Short list. Um, it was Pitbull. Fuck. Oh my God. And it was uh, it was Pitbull and um 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 um, um fucking the Lear. flame guy Lear. Matt Lear. Yeah. No, Lear. no, it wasn't Lear. Wasn't Lear. No, it was a uh, uh, White Castle. Oh. oh, oh, that sounds delicious. Which which part of White Castle? That's a tag team. The no. fat one or the skinny one? Yeah. Skinny one. Oh, I like him. He he. Okay, this was probably when he first started. It's when he oh, first okay. started, and then my side was Fred, was Eric, which Eric Donis, yeah, you know, bodybuilder, and me. Uh-huh. I was standing on the floor. Yeah, he was standing <laughs> on the floor with Anthony, and that was the that was the end. And I remember, I ran out to my entrance, and cleared the ring again, and that crowd was fucking just electric. And, like, I've never felt fucking just like, oh, my God, like, this is what wasn't, I miss about it. Wasn't that the the point where we officially disbanded uh, Unfiltered Religion? Was that show? No, no. That that was that was something I was actually – it wasn't that show. Th- that was This one was at the Starkinet. Um, I'll get to that one here in a second. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I know it was around that time period. I, I remember I, I told Pitbull that – when he runs in, I'm going to elbow the crap out of him. Just one clean one, and he's going to powder to the – he was going to powder, and I was going to be the first one in. I was going to work – I was going to work Castle. And then we were going to – we had this big spot planned out. I hit Pitbull so hard because he ran, didn't brace, didn't bump. I gave him full Muay Thai elbow. I heard a pop, and then he went out. I went – Oh my God! I killed him. Clean up on aisle, stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I kind of rolled him out. <laughs> I was like, "Somebody wake him up! Somebody we wake him up!" We have three listeners right now. Hi, three <laughs> listeners. What's up? For anyone of the listeners hey, who yo. might not know what powdering means, that's the kayfabe term for just rolling out of the ring and get <laughs> knocked down. And I remember that Castle was just fucking up left and right with mm-hmm. me. And Tony Evergreen came in. Holy crap! This is the first time me and him had even communicated like we had no spots worked out we were not even supposed to touch each other in the fucking ring and we had like a glorious fucking like four minutes in there and the crowd was on their fucking feet rooting for all me. 12 of them no dude there was like 300 <laughs> no it was okay. it was the one for Gen oh Z. yeah, yeah it was the one for so. Gen i forgot was, about that and yeah. it like me and him had this just natural chemistry and then it hit me i was like it's not because we talked this out or anything. It's just because we're on the same fucking level right now. Right. And that's what is very important in wrestling. You have to be on the other person's level. Right. I'm not sure if he dumbed down or if my ass shot up. I'm right. not sure which one happened. All I know is that it surprised people for me being out of the ring for a year and a half mm-hmm. and me just going in there and going up against somebody that's dedicated his life to it and just matching just all the way up. And I remember, of course, the faces went over. Mm-hmm. I remember I eliminated myself out of the match because it was just down Tony Evergreen. Mm-hmm. It was still us three over there. I went, you know what, guys? 
I'm done. I don't need to be in here. And then Eric got eliminated out. And it was down to Fred and Tony. Holy shit. I've never seen a crowd just like literally just not knowing who the hell was going to win. And they walked and talked. That's that right there is the epiphany of that is the definition of professional is you don't have to you don't honestly honest God have to talk out your match or practice it or anything beforehand. But you've got to match the other person's skill. You got to know how they work and how to match their skill and how to read them as, Mm. as well. You botch something. That's fine. Don't do it again. If you botch a DDT, don't go for the same fucking DDT. And don't call attention to it. The fans won't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. just keep rolling. Yeah. Keep I was going. also going to say, though, on the, on the same vein of communication, I'd say the less you communicate before the match, the more communication during the match is important because you got to at least know like where it's going to wind up. Oh, yeah, like, you can plan the entire oh, match and only do the first three fucking moves. Right. Then well, that's happened I, I don't much care for planning ahead of time anyway. I, I'm more like, all I right, like, how are we going to start? What's a big thing in the middle? How are we going to end? Well, that's because, what I'm saying. I don't like because you never know. Match either. I, yeah, because you got to listen to the crowd and what they want. But you get all these flippy, bumpy bullshit guys who got 75 spots playing on paper backstage, and they got to get all their shit in, no matter if the crowd's sitting on their hands or not. And and you were saying something earlier about Riot doing some crazy ass move on top rope for five people. Mm-hmm. Fucking why? Exactly. You know, you you we all have a bump card, <laughs> and you've already spent yours. Yeah. You know, you know more than anybody at this table what the fuck the bump card is. Paul quit because he doesn't want to do it. You quit because you fucking had to. Yeah. Paul could probably jump in the ring tomorrow and actually do it, but you couldn't. Like, you are fucked because your bump card's full now. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to pick and choose what you're going to do. And I get that. It kind of sounds bad because you got these wrestlers who are like, well, I do my best whether there's five people or 500. Fuck you. Like, dude, you're you're going to do uh, a 450 to the outside and risk breaking your fucking neck for 12 people that you're getting paid no, a hot fu- dog and a handshake for? No, fuck that. Get the fuck out of the business. Fucking stop it. If you're going to blade, get more money. If you're going to do something dangerous, get more money. Yep. I got hazard pay at, uh, oh, fuck, N-O-W. Yeah. Because I was doing a hardcore match where I was going to go through a table. So he shot me extra money because it had more danger. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting that extra money for doing dangerous shit, you're worthless because that means that promoter thinks he can do the same thing to this guy and this guy and this guy. And that's another fucking thing you got to think about, pay. Because if you go to a promoter and say, oh, I'll work for free, or I'll work for 10 bucks, I'll work for a hot dog and a handshake, I'll work for a blowjob, I'll work for what the fuck ever, whatever. Okay, well, now this guy is not going to pay this guy what he deserves because this guy fucking did it for free. Well, I I will say that, uh, yeah, you can uh, undercut people out of a job or whatever, but I'm saying just because somebody, like, puts their foot down and demands, like, more money, that doesn't mean he's not going to try the shit with with the very next guy still. Like he's going to try to lowball anyone who comes in, no matter what, because that's usually how the promoters work. Most of them aren't good guys. Yeah. Independent promoters hire the lowest bidder. Hey, what? That's a good. That's a good that's fucking segue. That's why wrestlers segue. need to unionize. Yeah. That's a good fucking segue. Who is the best promoter you ever worked for or know? The best promoter I've ever worked for or known. Mm-hmm. Are we talking local or just period? Period. Your entire your entire time in wrestling. Entire time wrestling. Oh man, that's got to be Teddy Hart. When I went down to work for Heartland Association in Tennessee, mm-hmm. he was the fucking best. Okay. That, that man paid me. He paid me to be in a fucking Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then he asked, 
it was like me and two other guys that went down there. Can you guys please stay for an extra match? We had a couple injuries. Mm-hmm. He paid us extra for that. And he paid her. Not only that, it wasn't gas money. It was, here's your gas money in this envelope. Here's your pay in this envelope. Mm-hmm. And that was, and he was professional about it. He was, he was treated all of us with fucking respect. Mm-hmm. And he, we reached out to him. And he hired us for a. It was pretend. It was essentially like, okay, it's a forty-man Royal Rumble. I got eighteen workers on the card, and fifteen of them were tied up in a match. We need more fucking people. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna pull all these guys from these states, hand them sixty bucks plus, you know, fifty-five in gas, mm-hmm. and then they're done. I got paid a little over three hundred and fifty dollars from that man just to work a eight-minute job match and to be in a Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He was the best fucking promoter I've ever had. Period. Not only did he pay me, he was polite about it. Very nice. Very, 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 very professional. And he was personable, too. Like, he was never above himself to sit down and talk to you about what's going on. And Teddy Hart's the one that's got the bad, the bad fucking rap in wrestling, right? Yeah, Teddy yeah. Hart's the one with the bad but, rap. But in your experience, he was a great dude. Oh, he was a very professional, very honest guy. I loved working for him. Well, what's his bad rep? <clears throat> uh... Fuck, I don't remember. He called like, out a bunch of fucking people. Yeah, he he was real sophomoric and shit uh, earlier on. He burned a lot of bridges, and he, he it's hard to get bridges back. And he, you know, downplayed Vince McMahon like a motherfucker. Yeah, really hated him. But he's super talented. If you watch his matches, it's pretty good. Yeah. But he's he was like me, got a fucking ego. Probably got too much too quick. He's a part of the Hart family, so automatically he's fucking mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. gift to wrestling. And you know yep. that does that does shit to people. Paul. Same question. Uh, well, the only promoter I even know is Dave, so I refuse to answer based on the grounds that may incriminate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you were you were. I've fucking, worked for other people. I just for, never really knew them. You worked for Lightning Tim Lutz. You worked for. Okay, me. well then it definitely be Tim Lutz. You worked for. Uh, uh, I can't uh, say you. You're too much of an egotistical dick to enjoy my time. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh. I mean, I haven't worked like I haven't worked for a whole lot of people, but uh, I'd have to say my favorite to work for, uh, God rest his soul, but uh, Rob for sure. Yeah, I um, never got the the opportunity to work for him. It, I, it was one of those things that you know, Rob like, as a promoter, like seeing him in action. Yeah, he, he is just as large. As he was awesome, just as large in life. Yeah. But yes. he, it was one of those things that yes, I still work for RCCW. I still get paid because I do more than just the wrestling aspect mm-hmm. of RCCW. You know, I'm their production manager, whatever. But, um, literally, Rob just gets a hold of me and he's like, "Hey, do you have a way to Indianapolis? This is like." four or five days before the show mm-hmm. and it's one of their big shows he's bringing in rikishi and all those big names and shit and he's like can you get to indianapolis i was like yeah sure he's like bring your bag just in case and i walk in the door and he hands me an envelope with 50 bucks mm-hmm. he's like yep you're not even working i'm just here just thanks for coming just in case i needed you yeah. i was like i i'm not working but you're giving me money he's like yeah you drove all the way up here Nice. I'm going to give you money. Right. It's like, well, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I worked several shows for him after that, and he always, you know, just walking to the door is the first thing he did, hand me an envelope, 50 bucks for mm-hmm. coming up. I did some audio engineering a couple shows, and then I did some managing, uh, had a few spots in managing. Um, and other than that, like, that's that's the biggest part of what I've been doing 
thus far in my career is I've done a lot of managing. Um, I've had a few matches here recently. I know I kicked you in the face once. Yeah, well, that was uh, again. I was a setup to something that never even happened. Yeah, so it, it was a setup to actually my first match that didn't end up fucking happening, and I'm really pissed off. Not that my I didn't, fault. I'm really pissed off that I didn't get to work you because yeah. I think it would have been a blast. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I'd have carried you. I know. <laughs> I, I'd be like Jim Carrey in that Sonic movie. You, My you back are. hurts. Wait, wait. It, does Bob have like a foot pump underneath the fucking underneath the table right now? Because your head's getting a little big on that one. You, you, <laughs> okay. I was joking. I will. <laughs> I will say. Okay. My the my first run of matches that I ever had actually didn't end up very bad. Um, they wanted me to do a gimmick that I wasn't very comfortable with, and it didn't end up going over very He's well. He's a sexy boy. Sexy No, I was I was supposed to be like the egotistical pig, basically, telling bitches to go make me sandwiches and shit. Fucking and like, just be my that's, understudy. That's not... As, it's, I can't do that. Like, at Dick, me as channel, a... Now, me as channel a person, your inner Dante. I, I, to me, I was fucking comical. I was gonna say you were you were there. You yeah. were running security that for that shit. Oh man, I, like, I, I wish it had given me that character. My laugh, my <laughs> first <laughs> my first official match one was against. Opinion, I gave it to her. <laughs> my first official match was a uh, a unisex match. It was against, it was uh, against Brooke. Yeah, Brooks Brooks Summers. Uh -huh. yeah, and it, it went all right. You know, we did a few things here and there because we both we're both about that same where we're. You know, we're not great. We know what we're doing, kind of. Yeah. But they wanted us to just kind of throw something together. The so foundation we something was together. laid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we kind of threw something together. Yeah. You know, I was the maniacal fucking, you know, you you need to be in the kitchen bullshit. I bet it's dirty. And then she ended up going over on me with... Giggity. With uh, <laughs> with uh, with Caden's help, Caden super kicked me. She pinned me. Blah blah blah. You God, know. This guy takes a lot of super kicks to the jaw. I take so many fucking super kicks because of who my brother is. Mm. You don't even know. Yeah. But the next show comes around and it's a tag match with Brooke and Caden against me and fucking Rob Applewhite. Mm. Oh my god. Fucking Superman Rob. Woo. And I've gotta say that me the match itself sucked. It was yeah. fucking terrible. Me and Anthony worked like fucking like brothers. Like we were fucking on it. Everything else was terrible. Mm. Like to the point where Rob <laughs> funny spot actually. Um Anthony looks at me. Caden, sorry, whatever, kayfabe, out the window, you know, but, uh, shoot style, <laughs> Caden looks at me, and him and Rob are standing there like Daisy's he's like, finish him, headbutt us, <laughs> so what do I, what, what comes to mind when you, when someone says headbutt you, fucking headbutt him, no, it's, he said headbutt us, what's oh. the first thing that comes to mind when somebody oh, says that, bam, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rob's my fucking tag partner, and oh, he says well, headbutt yeah. us. Yeah. So first thing that comes to mind, okay, I grab both of them by the back of the head and throw their heads together. Rob gets 
pissed. Psychology <laughs> out the window. Boosh. <laughs> Yeet. They, they both. <laughs> Shit just got real, motherfucker. And okay, given, like I said, this is my second match. I have, this is the only thing that I know at this point. Rob falls to the mat. Going, why would you do that? <laughs> like, uh, and I mean, everybody in the crowd can hear. Of and it, But it works off like it's an actual fucking spot. Because he's like... it's like Surprise he, heel turn! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he powders out of the ring, and me and Anthony work for a good fucking five, six minutes. And it was just fucking gold, man. And that's... Okay, going back to the somebody that I want to give props to, Caden is the one that brought me into this. Yeah. You know, he trained me along with Mr. Menthol here yep. and uh, Titan. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that. Um, For those who don't know, Titan is a fucking seven-foot African-American <laughs> There is man. a reason he is called Titan. It, well, he, he, was, he was called Tiny before, but that's an oxy-fucking-moron. <laughs> he didn't get the okay. goddamn joke. Okay, after this, I do have a really great story yeah. about Titan. Finish but, up, I gotta pee. Um, they, they started up with me and... Uh, actually, me and Eric Adonis trained at the same time with those three. And it was, it was one of those things that we were working in... That old ring, the mm-hmm. one that she was talking about in his backyard. Right. And, yeah, it. I took an elbow to the temple because I moved my head too much, apparently. But that was, you know, that's been several years ago now. But, yeah. Do you have any more stories, Paul? Uh, the steel chair hurts my bum. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you need a pillow? I could use one. But, uh, oh, I thought he was talking about like in wrestling, like someone hits you. No, the I'm sitting on a chair. steel folding chair. It's been what, we're going on two hours now. Yeah. I've been sitting on steel. It's kind of getting on my ass. Yeah. Well, we might want to wrap it up once we let DJ. Yeah. Uh, DJ finishes. He had a good story, though, so we might want to. Oh, I can keep going for another fucking hour, man. I don't give a fuck. Well. uh... You said you're about to have to run and do an errand. I'm no, not. I'm done. Oh. Not me. Oh, I think he's got to go. Oh, yeah. So if okay. he goes, you just take his chair to save your ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, All right. I will say this before Mr. Menthol tells his story. Even hearing from vets and everything like that, from a fucking security standpoint, it's just as bad. <laughs> not even being part of anything, it is just as fucking bad. Okay. So I, I I have a uh, I have a funny uh, Titan. It's also story. not good to be a promoter either. No, it's not. <laughs> Just don't do it. Um, I have a funny Titan story here. Um, me and Demetrius, of course, outside of the ring, were best friends. And one day, we were supposed to be booked for TCWA. Whenever, yeah, whenever they had a they had a show at the fairgrounds. Yeah. And, okay, that's a lot of fucking people. And we were supposed to be booked. Well, we never heard anything. Like, no Facebook message, no text, no phone call, no nothing on both ends. So we were like, fuck it, we're not booked. But we stayed up all night the previous night. And it was just when the Wii U came out. Mm-hmm. And we had, and he had just got one because I bought it for him. And we were playing fucking, uh, we were playing Hyrule Warriors together. <clears throat> well, I fucking love that game. Because Dynasty Warriors, but with Link. 
So all night, like literally all fucking night, next morning rolls around. I look at him. I was like, man, I got to go to work. Do you want to go home or go to work with me? Because, yeah, I was working at the shop at the time, so I could have whoever the fuck I wanted there. Meters are like, ah, fuck that. Let's go to work together. Like, sure, man. Yeah, I could use a little extra hand. We get to work. It's a full shift in. It is like 4.30. And then Hillbilly gets a hold of us. He goes, where are you guys at? Okay, for one, they've been promoting the show for weeks. Um, we're nowhere on the card. And I mean, nowhere to be na- to be pronounced, not to be announced, nothing, nowhere, zip, nada. And he goes, "Where are you?" I was like, uh, "Man, we're at work." He goes, "Well, you're supposed to be here." Says fucking who? <laughs> He's like, "Well, they got a hold of you a few weeks ago." I was like, "Yeah, but you got to stay in contact because we don't know if the, <laughs> you know, if the cards changed or not." So we went. So they're like, "Oh no, we'll get you your parking pass and everything. Yeah, we'll pay for this." Like, okay, cool. Which he did. I'll, I'll give him that. He came right up to the bit, right up to the shop here, gave us our parking pass and everything. He's like, "What time are you off?" I was like, "I'm off at seven. Show starts at eight. We'll be out there. We'll get there." Okay. For one, obviously, no fucking locker room. Cool. All, everybody out there was a backyarder. <laughs> so here comes Demetrius and myself with matching gear. We are already established tag team partners. With matching gear. Yeah, like, you got to handle with, that point with, at home. Excuse me. <coughs> with gear. <laughs> yeah, with gear. <laughs> the only ones with actual gear. With professional gear. <laughs> and we get out there, and we're getting ready. Like, we're dressing, we're talking back and forth, and we look over at a raw, yeah, Apple White, or Apple Bottom, whatever the fuck his name is. Does he have the boots with the fur? No. <laughs> he, couldn't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Havoc are tag team partners in TCWA. We were told... The Midwest Yeah, we were told that was going to be our match. Main event, tag team against tag team. You know, they were the faces, we were the heels, we were going over. Uh-huh. Okay, um, that didn't happen. Right. What happened was, is that there was this guy that showed up, can't remember his friggin' name... Very no-name guy. I still can't remember to this day. I remember what happened to him, but I, he was a, kind of a big guy, too. He was like 6'5". He was kind of a really big guy, too. And him and Demetrius are talking spots over because they were working a match. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're still working Robin, Robin Havoc. And I'm like, with who? They went, oh, we're going to put you with a – oh, what's his dick? Um, I can't even remember his name either. So, okay. so another, another very known backyarder. Um, this is sounding like a mass transit story in the works. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. And I remember I walked out to the ring with Demetrius. Because mm-hmm. they said, oh, no, you guys are a tag team. Yeah, walk out there with them. Okay. I walked out there. We get, for one, um, when everybody else walked out there, you could hear a rat piss on cotton. Right. <laughs> and when we walk out there. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm interactive with the fucking crowd. I get the crowd to fucking hate me. I'm picking on midgets for God's sakes. I am. I get the. I don't care who you are. I will get any crowd to fucking hate me. Yeah. That that is just how I am. And this will lead into uh, something I did to Demetrius. I was like, I'm gonna get binged by all areas here after uh, after this little story. But um, I'm cocking it right now. <laughs> so meters works. This guy. This guy is fucking terrible. I mean, I, one of the worst. He I've was ever really seen. tall, bald. Yeah. White. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he died, right? No, no, he's still alive. I think I don't know if he died or not. He probably died after this. Oh, okay. And Demetrius's finisher is a head crusher. Mm-hmm. He picks you up by the skull, lifts you up, and then sits down, power bombs you. Mm-hmm. Very simple spot to take. Oh my God, he can do it to anybody. This match goes on like a piece of shit. Meters is pissed because this guy not only is dodging all of his punches on purpose, but is like kicking him in the ACL and like kicking him in the back of the knee, trying to purposely hurt him mm-hmm. and admitted to like, oh, I was trying to cut him down. It's like, uh, for one, you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two, you pissed him off. Mm-hmm. It's just like blazing saddles. <laughs> Don't shoot him. You're just going to make him angry. Right. So Demetrius picks this guy up. He dead weights him. Mm. and slips out of meters' hands. In a wrestling standpoint, you just killed his fucking hype. Mm-hmm. So in order to regain his hype, Demetrius, this guy's laying down. Demetrius grabs him by the fucking singlet and by the belt loop because you know there was no wrestling pants there. Holy shit, he had a singlet there? <laughs> wow. Well, it was more, it was more or less like a, uh, like a wife beater. Mm. <laughs> This guy's like, I'm 380 pounds. He can't pick me up. Ha, ha, the fuck Bullshit. He can't. Demetrius picked him up like he was a fucking chew toy. Above his head, gorilla pressed him, grabbed the guy's back of the neck in the air, and then grabbed his dick. <laughs> Spun him upside down, and football spiked him into the ring. Jesus Christ. Just, you heard the crack. Fuck. Fucked this guy's world. Just rack. <laughs> And he looked at him and goes, I ain't even going to fucking pin you. <laughs> and he goes, I win. And leaves. <laughs> Everybody just mutually agreed. Yes. Everybody just mutually agreed. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. And they were like, and it was like three matches later is the main event. And okay, the crowd's fucking dead. Again, again. Get him another touchdown run. <laughs> and now it's uh, now it's up to me. Faces go out there once again, rat piss cotton. Right. And um, I love that analogy, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and I'm like, and I look at my tag team partner. I went, stay behind the curtain. He goes, why? I went, stay behind the fucking curtain. Watch this. Grab the microphone. I looked over. I said, what's the rating? He went, uh, PG. I went, R. And I walked out. <laughs> oh, you God, no. <laughs> There's two people in this world you never give a live microphone to. Mm-hmm. Anthony, at all. Mm-hmm. No, never. I do, because I think it's great. Yeah, and me too. And but... pissed off me. I'm pissed off. I have a live mic. They're not cutting it because they're too afraid. To. <laughs> they probably don't know how. <coughs> I go out there, and I slam the fucking crowd. Mm-hmm. I slam the faces. I slam the fed. Mm-hmm. I slam everybody. And it is brutal mm-hmm. to the point where they had to bring extra workers out to stand around. We had actual guardrails, which was surprising mm-hmm. to stand at the corners of the guardrails. Cause they were lifting those bitches up mm. to get me. 
I mean, I was going around. I walked the crowd. I went, you know Your what? mom should have swallowed. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm your real dad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was. I walked to the crowd, and I went, meth, meth, heroin, 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 meth, meth. meth. I, mean, I was calling people the fuck out. Wow. And, now, oh, man, I went on a fucking banana tear. I was like, I can reach my hand in this fucking. And I'm, I'm cussing. I don't yeah. give a shit at this point in time. I was like, I can reach my hand in this fucking curtain and pull my tag team partner out and still beat the shit out of these two pussies. Reached my hand and grabbed my tag team partner, brought him out, went, I got the fucking janitor. <laughs> just, I'm cutting this guy in half. Damn. And I'm cutting my own partner in half. We get in there. He goes to tag me. He tags me. I ta- grab his hand. I tag him back in. I shove him by the neck back in the ring. Havoc is too afraid to say anything to me at this point in time. Mm-hmm. He sees that I am pissed. I'm gone. There's Rob going, fuck it. We're just going to kick the shit out of this guy then. Breaking mm-hmm. kayfabe all to hell. Yeah. They kick the shit out of him. I get tagged in. I look at Havoc. I Buddhist palmed him in the fucking temple. Jesus. He goes down. I look at Rob, and he goes, dude, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Before I even do anything to him, he's just like, he didn't want to be in my warpath. Right. And really, it wasn't Rob's fault. Yeah. So I didn't hurt him. I, I, I did a... a I did a makeshift finisher where I put my forearm against his throat and I put my head against the forearm, dropped to a knee, and then he bumped. And I looked at him. I picked up the little guy that was my tag team partner. I laid over him. I looked at the ref. I said, now count to three. Can you do that? I said, do we need duckies and bunnies? I said, do I need a puppet to tell you to count to three? Get the abacus. <laughs> you need to ring one. But he goes, one, two. He didn't even say three. I went, three. Done. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there was a big fight that broke out. People rushed out into the ring and shit. I looked at meters. I was like, pack your shit. We're getting the fuck out of here. Demetrius is on his way out. He gets spit on. You want to trigger the big man? Mm. Spit on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This. F- no. no. What? No. I missed it. What? She, what? Said, she said, ooh, kinky. And we all went, no. Oh. He does not like to get spit on. Mm-hmm. Um. But my wife. <laughs> <laughs> this old li- and this toothless lady spit on him. He stopped, looked at her, and went, I've never hit a female in my life, but I'll kill a crackhead today. I'm like, oh, that was real. <laughs> That's not meters. But I grabbed him by his waist. It didn't do anything, mind you. I'm like, <laughs> it's, like it's like the only thing pulled by the dog. Like, ah! <laughs> It was like Bugs Bunny fighting the fucking crusher. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Grabbing his arm and trying to do something. Like That's what it looked like. And and by the way, in the state of Indiana, you cannot have a loaded weapon on, on fairground property. Mm-hmm. I had a loaded weapon inside of my, uh, inside of my tote bag mm. because um, I didn't know how south this show was going to go. Um, and he is getting ready. Like, he is charging towards this woman. Fucking cops show up get in between and they're sheriffs so they're just as big as he is right and you know and i finally grab him by the back of the hair because i'm like the fucking head shrinkers or something <laughs> i was like here's your piece of meat just walk this way <laughs> I, just, I brought him down i was like i have a fucking gun we're on the fairgrounds the cops are here get the fuck out and he just goes oh i'm sorry let's go <laughs> he just goes oh i'm sorry <laughs> i was just like all right we left in gear and everything Never a fucking again. No, never. I got a worked. question real quick. Huh? How high did you have to jump to grab his hair? 
<laughs> oh man, okay. I got hops. All right, <laughs> I'm about six foot tall, and my head is in his pecs. Oh, I know. That's how tall this man well, is. Well, Tony, thing I was helping Tony tear shit down one night, and I was I was trying to reach one of the curtains and everything to get it untied. He starts fucking tickling me. Well, meters does. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. Fucking, I just hear tickle, tickle, tickle. I thought it was some random person. I turn around, fist cocked, and I just see black. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> he then had no on. I just see black, and I was like. Oh. Please tell me you looked at your fist and went, you're not going to do anything. <laughs> I'm I turned around that. I saw black and I was like, oh. <laughs> he sees the fist guy. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like, tickle, tickle, tickle. What? Oh, hi. <laughs> 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 I was just like, ha, ha. All right. It would have been real funny. You turn around and you just tickle, tickle. Tickle, <laughs> <laughs> tickle. <laughs> and the, to make matters worse, I was standing on a sub. Yeah, yeah. And I still, I'm six foot tall. I was standing on a sub, and I still couldn't, I still wasn't head level with him. Well, it, the Nipples. another little funny Demetrius story, I know you've heard this one a thousand times. Probably. And, all right, this is actually a three-perspective story, and I... I, I oh, this is going to be long. I fortunately know the three-perspective story. Okay, now, this was the same day that the floor collapsed. Oh, shit. So Got my it, interest. Yeah, and this is the same. This is my return to RCCW. I was supposed to work Brian Davidson and everything. Mm-hmm. And good guy, by the way. Oh yeah, great guy. Um, I'm in gear, like full gear, and they had this ref. I'm not sure if they still have him. Nope. And all right, the man is highly autistic, uh-huh. which I will never bash. Oh, him. I remember that. Yeah, I, I, I never. I will never bash anybody autistic because mm-hmm. my son's autistic. Right. But damn. Okay. Tone it. Tone the autism down. <laughs> as though as it were a switch. Yeah. Was he rain manning? I, I will pretend. Is that a bing? <laughs> I think it should be a bing. Should be no, a bing. no, no, no. Yeah. The, bing, the bing will come. The bing will come. Don't worry. And and this Terrible is, search engine. Th- th- <laughs> this, this is what happened. Um, the bing br- comes when I use the term retard. Brian Dick. Bing! Bing! <laughs> bing! Bing! There we go. I had to fucking... Hey, only we can use Brent. that word. <laughs> That's our word. <laughs> bing, bing, motherfucker. Bing, and more bing. bing. Wait a minute. I have a retarded child. Shouldn't I be allowed to say the word? And then the Asian person uh, being bombed. Bang? <laughs> we'll meet in the middle, man. That's what made the damn thing. <laughs> bing. Wait, wait. The thing? It's a human. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't care if it looks like a subterranean wildebeest. It's still a fucking human. Damn. Anyway. No, no, I'm joking. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm just, it's a podcast. That's a hard bing right there. That's, <laughs> bold italics underline bing. <laughs> what is he that? Bold, I'm just laughing. bold italics underline bing. <laughs> it's comic sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like to know Fat Bobby just lost like five pounds from laughing. <laughs> I think I yes, got a boner. This will happen when I get around these people. Uh, around. I will I laugh you, until I, I can't thought, breathe I, and honestly, about I die. Thought, honestly, God thought you were gonna say I was gonna get aroused. I was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> well, that I've been aroused this entire time. <laughs> okay, it's so. extra medium all the way, baby. <laughs> okay, so this is what happened. Um, this this particular ref was trying to be helpful. We I get it. Mm-hmm. But I would pretend to be him for a few seconds. Oh, God. Okay. Get your bings out. And, and Brian Davidson 
was like, I don't have any music. I don't have any interest music. Yeah. This kid followed this fucking man oh, around. Oh, I've heard this story. Yeah. yeah. Followed this man around. Going, I got CDs in my car. Do you want Linkin Park or Rascal Flats or Mozart or Nickelback? Those oh, were the only CDs he had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he repeated that phrase for an hour. Wow. That's all he said. And there's Davidson, bless his heart. Just, no. I, I got I to gotta find something else. Yeah. But he followed him all the way around. He was like, are you sure you don't want to use my CDs? I'm like, oh, my God. When did this become the fucking ringer? But... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Off camera, thank you. <laughs> no, she's technically and, on camera. We have an audience tonight. And, and okay. And so the, the three perspectives is just going to get from bad to kind of funny to fucking hilarious. The bad was Anthony. Right. Anthony had Tammy in the locker room, but Tammy was the one that was, like, walking out with them and, you know, being a valet. And so he comes up to Anthony and goes, you can't have her back here. There's no girlfriends or wives allowed back here. And Anthony just goes, and by the way, Anthony at this point in time owns half of RCCW. I should own all of it, but that's a story for, <laughs> that's a story for a different day. But, I have the contracts but, to prove it. Go ahead. But he, uh, he, he yeah. goes, dude, she's my valet. She's supposed to be back here. He goes, but Dave told me that I was in charge. And Anthony goes, you're in charge of Jack and shit, and Jack left town. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he was and Anthony was trying to be Anthony, just being a smartass. And he just mm-hmm. looked at him and goes, "I sign your fucking paychecks, dude." No, she's back here with me, and he gets in his face, in Anthony's face, mm-hmm. and oh, Anthony does the whole, you know, you're not good enough to lace my boots spiel, and then this kid goes, "You want to take it outside?" And I'm like. Okay, this is getting a little too far. Cripple fight! <laughs> Anthony is crippled. I got I got fifty bucks on Anthony Bing. though. He will whip your ass. Oh yeah, Bing. Yeah, Bing. Bing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Since this is a current parental situation, it's bang for him. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> he kind of can say it, but he kind of can't. But anyways, so that's where that end. I'm like, I I stepped in and was all right. You know, go to your separate corners. I said, you go play with your, you know, sock puppet. <laughs> I said, Anthony, go play with me. But, and then my version, where this is my perspective, he kept saying that Rascal Flats thing. And I'm getting so annoyed by it. And to the point where it's driven me fucking mad. And I'm sitting down in a chair. And he is, like, from where I am to, like, two foot in front of me. And there's his kidney. And I'm thinking, I can shut one down. <laughs> so I draw back to punch him just to shut him the fuck up and I feel a, a, a essentially what I feel is, is a tree trunk holding your arm back right? it, it, it's more like a catcher's mitt just uh, oh I'm like <laughs> <laughs> what universal power is stopping me like, Spock oh. <laughs> <laughs> give me a reading <laughs> what is this Force field. <laughs> I looked over. It's Demetrius, left-handed, holding me like this, like, like, <laughs> this like, not this like, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like wrist cricked. Like he shouldn't be able to do this. Like it should be physically impossible. No, he has my fist, and I'm not weak. And I'm like, 
<laughs> Let me kill him. Why are you on him? He's reverse Stalloning you. No, it's under the top. No, mind you, I was going to give this kid like 10%, just a frog, just to shut him the hell up. I got all power behind this fucking punch. I am one punch man at this point in time. Meters, let's go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. It gets worse. Oh, no. Fred walks in my line of sight. <laughs> Me being me being in such control, I stopped like a millimeter before hitting him. I was like, uh. ah! <laughs> it just, and his fist literally peeled out. And he just he flinched so bad. He's like, what I do? Because he was facing me. This kid's not facing me. Kidney shot. Facing me, he's a bit taller. Yeah, dude. Shot. Yeah, cock right there. Yeah, and he he just he's froze. I'm like, oh dude, that wasn't meant for you. It was meant for the kid behind you. <laughs> he's like. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he knew. He was like, oh, thank God. And he walked away. Now, this is Demetrius' side, and I witnessed this. Oh, God. Now, now this is the funny <laughs> Oh, thought shit. This was, no, no. Yeah, this we got to wrap one. it up out of the story because I'm at 75% now. So, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I walk past him. And, guys, if you're in a locker room and you're in a singlet, you're in it until the match is over. Because right. if you got to pee or poop, it's a process. you got to mm-hmm. peel and everything. Mm-hmm. I hear... Demetrius massaging this guy, this kid, and to shut him up, he goes, "Ever heard of a long dick?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, we're all giggling." And I walk him past him like this, and I just hear him yell, "Long dick!" And I'm like, "You've piqued my interest." <laughs> I turned, and there's Demetrius with his dick out, with a yeah, with a very long dick. Wait, he, really? He grabbed it with both hands and still had room to bludgeon this kid with it. <laughs> Shit, you not. It what gets, the fuck is happening? It gets better. It can't get, it can't get any better. <laughs> this kid thinks that Demetrius is smacking him in the back, reaches behind him, grabs it. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is happening with this kid, oh my God. but he looks, sees that he has this gelatinous mass of it's so veiny of of just of just privacy in his hand. <laughs> And I don't know what happened in his autistic brain, but he went full autism mode, just <laughs> and goes to the ground in fetal positions. And Demetrius, to his credit, holds him down with the left. So now there's more inches to further whip the shit out of this kid's neck and just beating the dick out of him with the dick and we're hearing like it is a solid fucking smack every time I kid you not you heard of mushroom stamp he left an Iwo Jima stamp on this kid's back the sheer size of this fucking penis is insane I would say baby's arm holding an apple it's more like grown ass basketball player Palming a basketball. That's what, it, that's what it looked like. I, I saw full 3D. I soft. He is soft. He is in the double digits. Demetrius's hands catcher's bits. Two hands still holding it. Still has the tip showing, and not even the mouth of the tip. The head is still there, enough to hit with. 
Like, oh my God, he should be in Guinness for the world's longest penis. I have seen this thing hard. It is terrifying. He had coined the phrase, Python threw a Cheerio for a reason. He beat this kid into submission with his dick. This kid came out as bisexual the next day. I That is actually not a joke he did. Whoa. Yeah, he liked getting hit with black cock. <laughs> Cook! I ran to the bathroom to laugh in front of it because I now had to poop. <laughs> I almost borrowed Demetrius for a cork because I know he could break off a few inches and it was still going to be bigger than me. <laughs> all right. God damn. I think we're all going to die. Let's wrap this up and get it going. Let's take it home, folks. <laughs> all right. We're going to take it home here. I'm Mr. Menthol. Going to go ahead and sign off. Everybody sign off. Peace. Uh, Later. It's Mr. Menthol's Entertainment Hour. We talked about dicks and some pussy and some bald-headed boy. It didn't go a fucking hour, did it? I told you it wouldn't. Grandma told you to suck eggs. Whatever, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, fucking business entertainment. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>